Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're healthy, you're joyous, you're here. Um, yeah. So I hope that you're having a wonderful day. Hello, Echo Lyris. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, Keisha Harris. Hello. It's good to see you. Um, so this live is kind of impromptu because I need accountability. I need help. Um, and I figured that if I need help, maybe other people do too. If I need encouragement, maybe other people do too. And so I want to talk about our inaction, our perfectionism, our fear, all the things, right? So as a creative, I have ideas coming in all the time. All the time I'm getting new ideas. And I have a whole phone full of ideas, notebooks full of ideas, um, ideas in my notes app on my phone. So let me just show y'all. I have notes on notes on notes, okay? Of ideas and things that I wanna try. But I'm just like, oh, when the right time comes, I'll do it. When, you know, I have more time, I'll do it. When I'm, you know, more secure, I'll do it. When I'm brave enough, I'll do it. When it makes sense to me, I'll do it. And I realized that I've been playing into my own um, perfectionism and uh, fear and also like self-doubt and what is what I'm looking for? Like doubting my abilities and my, uh, <laughs> and my talents, doubting all that stuff and disguising it as like trying to be noble and trying to be perfect, you know? Like perfection is like low self-esteem in my, in my experience low self-esteem or like low self-worth and disguise, you know? So, so here's my phone. All right. These are my note app, note apps or whatever they're called. Ideas, 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 ideas. Some of these are also like meditations and like thoughts for myself, but most of these are ideas or things I want to talk about, things I want to cover. It goes on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> It keeps going. We're still going. We're going. Yeah. So I have no, I have no lack of ideas. Okay. Let me stop playing myself. Okay. I don't need another idea. I don't need new ideas. Okay. This is a calling in for myself and for all of us. You don't need another idea. A lot of us are sitting here waiting for like the next great idea or like we're having like brainstorming sessions and all this stuff. Meanwhile, you have ideas that you haven't, that you haven't tried out of fear. Or, or out of like, you know, the fear of people judging you or the fear of like it being not, it not being perfect or you misspeaking or mishandling someone. And I really had to have a heart to heart with myself and be like, girl, you don't need new ideas. You need execution. You need bravery. You need self-kindness. You need self-love. You need community. You need collaboration, right? Like these things don't have to be done in a vacuum. You can do it with, in collaboration with other people right? It, it takes the pressure off of yourself. But also like you have to have, like I have to develop and I'm, I am developing in real time a greater sense of self-worth. You know what I mean? So that's what I want to talk about today. So hello, everybody. Let me say hello and good morning to you all, all you beautiful faces. I'm happy we made it another day. Today is a perfect day. Um, the weather is perfect. You might hear some water running. Jamal's outside watering things. <laughs> but but today's a perfect day. The sun is shining, but it's not too hot. It's been it's been on it's been on Hades uh, the past couple of weeks. So today is perfect. I went for a walk this morning, recorded some sounds of nature. It has been really good. So, but I really want to have this conversation with y'all. I feel really good today. Okay. Good morning, everybody. So again, hello, Echo, Echo Lyrius. Hello, Keisha. Hi. Let's talk about it with Mar Mara. Hello. Hello. I'm glad to see you. 
Hey, Keisha Harris, girl, we all need help. But thank God we have one other to sound off on. Yes, absolutely. All of us need help. All of us need help. Hey, Marissa, it's good to see you. Good morning. Last night, Marissa went live. Um, and please check out her live. It was a really nourishing conversation. Um, about It's about hair care, but it's also more than just about hair care. Um, so please check it out. It was beautiful. Hi, I'm not Jessica. Hello, hello. Hi, Concerned. It's good to see you. I love me some Concerned. Hello, Tell. It's good to see you. Hi, A-Line Mika. Good morning, good morning. Hey, Jess, hey, J Nessa, cool. Hello. Yes, the notes app. Listen, <laughs> this app I've had for years and it keeps going on, I'm sure, until maybe 2018. I don't know. That could be hyperbolic. But if I keep scrolling, it's just like no end. <laughs> There's no end. It keeps going. I'm still scrolling. Um, But yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Acoustic Soul speaking. Please save this. Please save and up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Please save and upload this one. You're done. I'm at work. No worries. And yes, I will. I will upload it and keep it up. So yes, yeah, good to see y'all. Yes, yes. Hope you're having a good day. Yes. Um, Tell says, thank you for stoking the fiery passion of creative Black women and just people in general. You're freaking amazing, Alicia, a gift. Thank you so much, Tell. I appreciate that. And that is my, that is my joy to do. And I'm trying to tell y'all, like, I'm buzzing right now because my belly is so full of ideas and excitement and um, just like the drive to want to do it. Like, I just have the fire to do the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so excited. And what I often do is I'll write the idea down when I'm feeling that inspiration and that fire and I'll set it aside and allow it to cool off or put water on it, right? Dousing it by saying, oh, <laughs> you know, it's not the right time or I'm not the right person or I have to do this first in order to do the thing, right? We're complicating it, overcomplicating things and then it delays our action and then the ideas sit, you know what I'm saying? So that's what you're talking about today. And I'm already sweating, the window's open. <laughs> so, hi, Nicole, love, good morning. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. This is my workout shirt, I appreciate that, thank you. Hi, Digital, Digital Angel 84, hello, hello. Hi, Mississippi. That's cool, Mississippi. Hello from Germany. Hello, hello from America or from Maryland. <laughs> hey, the big blue sun. Hello, hi H and C. Good afternoon from, oh Nambia. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. What time is it there? But thank you for being here. Appreciate that. Hi Ina Stanley. Hello or Ina. Forgive me. I want to say your name correctly, so please correct me if I'm saying it wrong. Okay, let's talk, y'all, because <laughs> I cannot be the only one. Um, Hello, hi, Julia. Hello, welcome, welcome. So I can't be the only one. Um, I wrote a note to myself. I'm just gonna read it to y'all and we can talk, right? And if take what you need, leave what you don't. And hopefully this is helpful. So I wrote to myself, hey, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, the dark mate. Yes, Montgomery, Alabama, stand up y'all. Like, listen, this whole, what is it? The past week we've been talking about what happened in Montgomery, listen. It's a lot, but hello, the dark Nate. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Um, I'm still contemplating starting a channel, but it's been on my mind for the longest, especially the past few months. I would say, listen to that HNC. I would say, listen to that. Oh, it's 5 p.m. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, I would say, listen to that. Thank you for spending your evening with us. Um, oh, Ina, Ina, hello. Hello, Ina, thank you for correcting me. Thank you, thank you. ATL, good to see y'all, good to see y'all. Okay, hi, Tamisha. All right, so yes. So you don't need new ideas. You don't need new ideas. You don't need to brainstorm anymore. You don't need to look for inspiration. And again, all these things take with a grain of salt because if you're in a season of looking for inspiration, wonderful. But for me, you saw what I just scrolled through, scrolled through um, if you were here two seconds ago. But I'll just share a little bit more <laughs> for the folks. All these are ideas. 
and thoughts and, and things I haven't fleshed out and potential books and workshops and courses and programs and all this stuff, art that I wanna make, songs I wanna sing, songs I wanna cover. Like it's a whole list of things that I wanna do, right? But I, Alicia, I do not need new ideas. I don't need to go looking for new ideas, right? And so I would find myself scrolling on social media, for example, and like, oh, you know, let me, or reading books or going out in nature, like, let me look for some inspiration. And, and there's always inspiration where you're looking at, looking for it, right? You'll always find it. But what I found that was happening to me was I was looking at the inspiration and using it to discount myself, to say like, oh, someone's already doing it. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, oh, or right now I don't have the time. I should also mention I'm recovering from burnout. So that is a thing. I, I have been in recovery for about a year and a half now from burnout. Um, and I'm having trouble trusting myself, trusting my timing, like, cause I don't want to overwhelm myself again. Um, but a lot of the reason why I was burned out was because I was doing things a way that did not serve me. I was doing, doing things in a way that other people said that I have to do them. Like if you have a program, it has to look like this and it has to be structured this way, you know? And that just felt so hard and laborious. And I said, forget it. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just going to put it down when I have the energy, but what if I don't have to do it that way? What if I can just do it myself in the way that I feel that I want to do it? Why do I have to meet some sort of industry standard? <laughs> Why do I have to do that? I am not, I often say like, I'm not of this world. Like, I know I'm a weirdo. I know I don't fit in. I know all these things. And yet, and still, I'm still trying to make myself fit in, right? Like, it'd be me. <laughs> it'd be your own people, right? It'd be yourself. <laughs> I'm my own saboteur. Like, so I don't need more ideas. I need acceptance of myself. I need firm belief that I am enough, that my ideas are good and they'll resonate with the right people at the right time. Not that I need to fix myself and form myself to fit into somebody else's understanding of what professional is or of what like meditation even is. Like I, I've, had, I've wanted to host like meditation sessions and I'm like, well, I don't have my certification in meditation. You don't need a certification to meditate. We all meditate. That's a whole other conversation for a different day, but this is just for an example, right? We're finding ways to disqualify ourselves. We're finding ways to sabotage ourselves, to tell ourselves that we're not enough. And half of it is not our fault. Half of it isn't our fault because we have been taught again from childhood that this is the standard you have to meet. And if you fall below or outside of the standard, then you're somehow other. You're somehow not enough. You have to do something, right? Something extra. You have to become someone different. Um, and I think for myself, like a lot of the ideas I had, I'm just like, yo, I'm the real fear. The real fear isn't doing what I know to do. The fear is judgment of other people, right? The fear is someone who does study meditation and has, has gone to, you know, middle of nowhere to sit quietly for, you know, 10 days thinking that they are somehow more of a professional than I am, right? But like my idea of meditation is very different. It's not necessarily sitting cross, it can be sitting cross leg and being quiet, right? And, and oming, like that's wonderful, right? But for me, meditation looks very different. Meditation, and I'm using this for, for an example, meditation is just sitting still and listening. Sitting still and being quiet, sitting still and thinking about something. Because the thing is, whether you know it or not, you are meditating. We all meditate on stuff all day long. I'm not good enough. Oh, I wish I was thinner, ugh. I hate this, I hate this mark on my face. That's meditation, right? But the way that I look at meditation is like, one, there's, there's an option of like listening to yourself and seeing what's there, but also like, yes, you can chew on 
a mantra or a scripture or whatever it is, but you can daydreaming to me is meditation. Walking to me is meditation. Painting is meditation. Singing is meditation. Speaking to a friend and being, being able to be open and honest and authentic. That is meditation. It's connecting yourself with yourself. That is restful practices. Right. And so for me, I'm just like, well, I can't find anything that fits this. Let me tell you where this started. Let me tell you where this started. So I was looking at my bookshelf because I'm trying to downsize because we're looking to travel more um, more often. And I realized looking at this bookshelf, I don't know if I said this here before or not, but looking at the bookshelf, I realized I buy a lot of books looking for permission to believe what I believe. I buy a lot of books looking for an author or someone who was a PhD to solidify what I already think because I don't think what I think is good enough. I don't think that I am a good judgment, a good judger of whatever I'm thinking about. Does that make sense? Like I'm buying books on healing and on meditation and on creativity. I'm trying to look at the themes of my books. Creativity, black womanhood, um, loving yourself, loving your body. What else? Um, there's some fiction books up there, so that's fine. <laughs> but I buy a lot of like self-help help books. I buy a lot of self-help books because I'm looking for someone to validate how I feel and what I already know, what, what my soul knows. I'm looking for someone else to validate that. And the truth is I don't need their validation for it to be legitimate. It's wonderful to have a PhD. I'm not knocking it. It's wonderful to study the stuff. It's wonderful to seek, um, what do you call it? Like mentorship. I think all of that is great, but we wanna make sure that we're actually studying things that align with who we are, that aren't like, you know, tearing our self-esteem apart. You know what I'm saying? So I'm buying these books, looking for them to say, yes, Alicia, what you feel, you're allowed to feel that. You're allowed to think that. You're allowed to dream that. You're right. What you feel that this is wrong, it is wrong. That capitalism is oppressive, that is oppressive, right? That perfectionism is oppressive, a tool of oppression, it is. And all the, and I'm, and I'm highlighting all these books because I'm just like, yes. And like a lot of my notes is like, yes, this is just like when I said X, Y, and Z. And it's like, why can't I trust my soul and my spirit? What is that? What is it that when I, you know what that feeling is like when you say something or think something or you hear something and it resonates and you're like, yes. But then the world washes away what you think. Like that sand analogy that I used before. You write something in the sand, the water comes and erases it. Or it tells you that uh, you can think that, but you have to have my approval first. You know what I mean? Like we all do it in some sort of way. We kind of like submit to this idea that we are not inherently wise, that we are not inherently gifted, that we can't know what we're talking about, that we can't follow the flow or follow our spirit because it has to be approved of by somebody else. Does that, I, hope that, I hope what I'm saying is making sense. But yes, like, so I have all these ideas I wanna do. Yes, Marissa, exactly. We are taught to seek out the permission of an authority. Yes, yes. And when you think about it, it makes sense because in school, that's all we're taught to do. Seek authority, seek permission. Can I use the bathroom? Can I write this this way? Can I use this pen? Like we're, we're, we're raised to not think for ourselves, but to seek other people's approval and their authority and to submit to their authority or the idea that they have authority over us because they don't really. And as a kid, that's different, right? Yeah, they're, they're adults that have authority over you to keep you safe, you know, to keep you from killing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, no, don't jump in that water because you can't swim, right? But as adults, we have autonomy. We have permission. 
We have permission, but we just have to take it for ourselves. And hi, I have oh, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Yes, okay. I'm I, okay. I love that y'all are understanding what I'm saying. Okay, because like I'm I'm speaking very uh, passionately because like I need to get this out. Um. Hey, gorgeous one. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Let's see. Echo Echo Lear says, I have been wanting to start a channel since 2008, 2009. Today's the perfect day. There's no reason to, I mean, I get it, right? There's like, you can mourn the time that has passed, but nothing is lost. You're alive today. You can pick up your phone right now, record a video, talk about what you want to talk about and upload it. You know, that desire, that want, it's the truth. That desire is true. And so if you've been wrestling with that thing for years at this point, like, believe yourself. At what point? Are we going to trust our soul that our soul knows the way that our spirit knows the way you know what i'm saying you don't have to be perfect there are videos i upload on my phone it'd be looking all faded and whatever the the point gets across <laughs> you know like the idea gets across so yes so yes i hope that makes sense and thank you aligned mika thank you so much for joint for becoming a member i appreciate you thank you I want to do more stuff with the membership too, but I really appreciate y'all because I have supporters who just support because they just want to support me. And I appreciate that. But I do want to honor you all's time and energy um, and support by offering you all more things. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Let's see. Yes, I know for sure. I do not need one more idea. You don't, you don't, you don't. And that's the thing. What I've learned about the ideas that I have is that they get heavy, right? And I've said this before, when you hoard your ideas, when you put them in your back pocket, it's bags that you're carrying. So I'm a recovering bag lady. <laughs> I'm not, listen, I have notebooks on notebooks. I, I need to be prepared for everything. And I carry all this stuff, right? But at some point it wears on your body. You know, you're wearing the heavy bags and your back hurts and you're wondering why you're in pain. You need massages and all this other stuff because you're carrying too much. And I think that sometimes when we don't execute on our ideas, number one, we get heavy, we get tired, we get, you know, burdened. But we also reaffirm this idea that we are not worthy because we have all this long list of things that we've never done. And it leads to us feeling like failures when we really haven't even started yet. We've already out the gate, you feel like a failure because you haven't done anything. You know what I'm saying? And the ideas that we have don't have to be perfect to be executed on. But the more the more that we do execute, execute, the more confidence we, we gain, the lighter we feel. And so my goal, <laughs> that long list of things in my phone, my goal is to empty out my ideas before I try to come up with more. And of course, if more comes, then I'm gonna write it down. But my, my goal is to do well with what I have already instead of looking for something better or different or more because the ideas I already had were already good enough. And I was good enough. When I got those ideas, I'm good enough now to execute on those ideas. And so for you, like, for you all, I would say execute on your ideas. Do your things, even if it looks in your mind, take together, tacky, whatever word you want to use, like it deserves to see the light of day because it came to you for a reason. And it knows like the idea, spirit knows, God knows like your uh, abilities and your capacity. God already knows that. And so when we, when we answer the idea with, well, I only have this or I'm not, it knows already, but it still trusts, it, it still trusts you, but you have to trust you. The idea trust you because it came to you, but you have to trust you. It be us. We're in the way. It's us. It's not the idea. It's not the thing. It's us overcomplicating or feeling like we have to overcompensate for what we lack when really what we lack is perfect. What we lack is perfect. On the last, um, sorry, I'm just like on tangents, but on the last 
um, get unstuck and get started session that I have, and I'm going to be redoing it. So I'll be sharing more informa information about that soon. But on the last session, we, we made a list of the things that we feel like we lack <clears throat> the ideas we want to do. We want to get done, but like, why, what's stopping you from doing your thing, doing your idea. And so we were honest with each other. Like, I feel like it's not good enough, or I feel like I'm not fancy enough or experienced enough. Um, and there was one person in there who wanted to start a travel um, blog and a travel uh, business. And so one of her fears was, well, I don't travel outside the country that often. And it's not like these um, extravagant trips or whatever. And so she saw that as a flaw or as something that's wrong. And I'm like, well, most people can't afford to fly outside the country. A lot of people are looking for realistic in terms of their budget, realistic like I can do this tomorrow or today or whenever, next week, two weeks from now, they're looking for ways to travel that can honor their budget or honor their capacity. So a lot of things that we think aren't good enough really is the key. You're supposed to be speaking to people with limited budget, limited time, right? Limited resources at this, you know, at this point in their lives so that they can still live with joy and have fun today and travel too. But the things we're counting ourselves out for are actually like, the, is actually the magic. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a mistake. The things that we go through, the things that we, where we are in life, our background, our parents, who our friends are, like, I don't think anything is coincidence. I think all of it is designed. All of it is perfect. And so it all does work together. It all works together. So whether you, so this, for this example, for that person having that limited budget and limited time because she had kids and had things to do, it's like, Somebody wants that. Somebody wants to see, oh my God, she's living a beautiful life and she's, you know, working and she's at home and she like making it accessible, making travel accessible for people. So I say that to say that a lot of the things that we think we're not good enough at is really the thing that we need to keep. We're trying to wait until we can sanitize that away when really that is the flavor. That is the salt, you know? Okay. <laughs> yes. Tamisha says, I know for sure. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, Echo Lear says, I keep waiting for the right time to lose weight, to feel good on camera, to learn how to edit. My list excuses is long. Same. You're not alone. Listen, you don't have to hide your head in shame. There is no shame. Okay. <laughs> There's no shame because same, we, we all come up. It's not even like we're coming up with, because I have, I'm gentle with us, right? Because of the programming that we have, especially as women. And especially if you're like a black woman, like these ideas, um, that we have, we're taught by the masses by people who are in these professional settings and these like places of power, we're told that our ideas are inherently wrong. And if you don't get with my program, you're wrong. If you don't fit in this box or if you don't fit in this description or whatever, you're wrong, you know? And so we take that with us, that schooling, we take with us the, the social programming in our friend circles, we take that with us. We carry that with us everywhere. So there's no shame at all, there's no shame. But I do want us to understand that when you're saying you're waiting for the right time, there is no right time. There's no perfect time. There's no perfect time. Sometimes the right time is even when we feel like it's the most inopportune. And I don't mean to overwhelm yourself or to overwork or to overstretch, because don't do that, right? You honor your capacity, you honor your limits, you honor your rest, you honor your peace and your health, right? But there is no perfect time. There's no perfect time. Waiting to lose weight. People wanna see people that look like them. You know what I'm saying? Pe like, people wanna see people that look like them. We need representation. You know, waiting to feel, and, I, and, and I'm saying this with, with kindness because I understand. There are some times that I don't get on camera because, oh my God, I haven't even, I put out a video this week of me during journaling, my journal, I have crust in my eyes. 
I got crust in my eyes and nobody made a comment about that. No one cared. They cared about the message. And while there are some people who do attack my, you know, appearance or whatever, uh, they're not the people I'm trying to serve anyway, you know? Should you deny yourself the freedom to do your thing, to do the thing you wanna do and deny the people who are looking for you, who are longing for you, to be seen by you, to be reflected in you? Should you deny those people because you don't feel like you're good enough? What does that then say about the people you're trying to serve? That they're not good enough? You know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not guilt. It's just something to think about, but I feel you and I understand, I understand. Hi, Amanda J, hello, hello. Yay, okay, cool, I'm excited, I'm excited. Hi, Peaceful Journey 405, welcome to the live. Welcome, I'm happy that you're here. Let me scroll down and see what y'all talking about. Um, okay, good, okay, I'm glad I'm making sense. Um, I A-lined, or I think it's A-lined, A-lined, I agree. I realize that I judge myself too harshly. Same, I am my worst critic. Like it's a, it's a cliche phrase at this point, but it's true. It's true. I, because I'm with myself 100% of the time, I know what I've done. <laughs> I know the, the failings in my life, using your quotes, because that's another conversation for another day. What is failure? I know like the, the things that I don't feel confident in, but who says that confidence in like a surety and like a thousand percent sure is what's required for you to do the thing? Can you move? Can you move not being sure? Can you move feeling? overweight feeling like you're not good enough can you can you still step forward and step into the possibility that maybe you are enough can we make room for that idea that maybe who i am is perfect and what i have to offer is perfect because i again shout out to stephanie perry we were in um we were in a session talking about youtube and i was like i have a fear of self-promotion self-promotion yes i have a fear of self-promotion i don't like promoting myself i don't like saying hey guys here's a thing i hope you like it <laughs> you know i don't like talking about myself like that i don't even though like here like we talk about stuff I, i'm not a fan it's not easy for me i'll say it's not easy for me but i have to self-promote to get myself out there right and so one thing she was saying was like you know instead of thinking about yourself think about the people that you want to serve and like that totally changed the game for me because I feel like there's, I spend so much time self-loathing and being like, oh, I'm not good enough. This is why I'm not good enough. And like focusing on myself when it's really the people I want to serve that I should be focused on. What do they need? How can I serve them better? And it's not at the expense of forgetting myself or erasing myself altogether, but it's focusing, focusing on what's important. The people I'm serving are never talking about how ugly I look. Never. The people I am serving are never talking about how I misspoke or I used the wrong word when I really meant another one. You know what I'm saying? Like the people who are really open and here and present are kind, are generous, are very forgiving. I talk about that book all the time, my um, Black Girl Creative book, right? Like I put it out, it has so many typos, <laughs> so many grammatical errors. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. And people bought the book and I was getting inboxed about the book and it had nothing to do with the typos nothing to do with what we what we focus on we're like oh my gosh i have like this this horrible thing and like this is why i'm not good enough and nobody's even thinking about that nobody excuse me it's us it's us anyway but yes but i feel you i feel you especially as children having autonomy is treated as a behavior problem absolutely if you leave the room without um asking permission you're you're punished and so we remember that punishment and we carry that punishment with us if i step out and do something different they're gonna they're gonna reject me 
They're going to, you know, tap my hands or they're going to put me in timeout. They're going to ostracize me. And then that stuff is reaffirmed even as adults, like in our, in our friend circles. Like if I, if I step outside of their understanding of me, they're, they're going to reject me and we don't want to feel rejection. And that's fair because rejection sucks, but yes, but yes. Hi, MV. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Kim. KM. Sorry, Kim. KM. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for recognizing it and seeing it. I appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. I need to hear this, especially now. That makes me happy. Okay, cool. Because I'm trying to tell you, like, what I feel right now is like, I feel like exploding, but in a good way. Like, I feel like I'm full in a good way. Like, and I feel like a reason is because when I am open to flow and like, to God and just like moving in the moment, using that inspiration as, as energy, like, I feel like that is that is perfect, even though it's flawed, right? Like it has flaws, obviously, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's perfect. It is what it needs to be. And, and it's amazing to me. And I'm, and this is not tooting my own horn, by the way, this is just, just like saying when we, when we mm, open ourselves up to possibility and to the obedience in the moment, like to the, to the flow, to the obedience is not the word I'm looking for, but like the inspiration, right? When we make room for the inspiration, we do something we think is going to be, people not going to get this, whatever, this is stupid. And then you resonate with the people that are supposed to resonate with it. It's like the, the, we are the vessels, like we are the conduits that the message is supposed to come through. And like the work is just being available. It's not being perfect. It's not being without flaw. It's not being, you know, self-assured all the time. Cause I'm not, I'm not self-assured. It's about being available in the moment. And you being yourself, your whole self, the self that you think is not good enough, the self that you think isn't professional enough, all of that is enough. All that's required is for us to show up and to try and to try. And so I believe in God and I believe that like, you know, when I show up and do my thing, God's gonna do the rest. It's not on me to do everything. Like it's not on me to cover all my backs. That's too much work. I show up, I do what I can, I go home. <laughs> I do what I can and I go home and I rest knowing that I did what I could. And if there's more that I wanna to add to later, wonderful. But in the moment, everything is perfect. You are perfect just as you are. Hey, um, your book is motivating me to finish writing my book. Yay, thank you. And um, ironically, what you were talking about relates to my book. That's awesome. I would love to show you a rough draft. I would love to read it. I would love to read it. MB says, I spend all my time on research and gaining skills when I just need to use the skills I have. There you go, MB. I always feel like I need to be better. Yeah. And this better is so elusive because once we once we get to this idea of better, there's always something more, isn't there? Like it's never enough. There's never any rest. It's always something more to do. Um, and so we gotta be careful to not overconsume. It's like we become gluttonous, right? This idea of like gluttony, like overconsumption. When you overconsume, you get heavy. Like you feel like we all know what it feels like to overeat. Um, and like that heaviness you feel, like this, that discomfort is like, oh, right? After me doing research, after I research too long, I feel that I, I feel that discomfort. I feel like this is too much and I feel overwhelmed. I feel drained. And then I don't have any energy to actually execute, execute. But it's like, we think in all the years we've been on earth that we don't have no experience, that we don't have no knowledge, no know-how, no figure it out of this. We didn't get this far in our lives by being stupid. You know what I'm saying? Being kept alive is a lot of work. <laughs> you know? Keeping yourself alive, happy, healthy, it's a lot of work. And so like, we, we can't say, like you're navigating so much and, you, and you're discounting all these experiences, thinking that your experiences are not good enough. They are valid. Just because you didn't go to a, an institution to learn this stuff, there is stuff that you know. There is um, a book that I've read and it's about like black herbalism. Um, it's called Working the Roots and I, by Michelle Lee. 
working the roots. And so one of the stories was about this gentleman who was a water finder, like he would source water in his community. And when, you know, people came in to zone and to colonize and to, you know, gentrify the area, they then created laws to make it illegal for him to find water. Now, this man did not go to school to find water. He doesn't like all the stuff that they're learning about, like in ecology, I guess that would be what they would study anyway ecology at an institution he already knew because of ancestral wisdom because of learning from his ancestors his parents his community but because they created a law to make it illegal he then had to stop finding water and that stopped his money as well um so then they're like oh if you don't have these correct <laughs> qualifications you can't look for water you can't find water and they would make it impossible to do it on your own you would have to go into their system the same thing has been done with us right like we have been told that if you don't have the qualifications, like we know that we know the thing, we know the thing, we know the thing and we're open to learning more about it. Not to say that we're perfectly like, you know, informed, like we're open to learning more about it, but what we have already is enough. It's already enough. That inner wisdom that we push down, that, that feeling, I know I've in relationships in romantic relationships, I've been like, something's off. And the person is lying to me, obviously saying, no, we're fine, it's all good. And then what happens? We break up. But I knew that already. I didn't have evidence of it. I didn't have it on paper. I didn't have the proof, but I knew it already. Like that knowing, that inner knowing, we're taught to ignore it or to invalidate it or to seek more, you know, like Marissa's talking about, like the authority, the authority figure to be like, yes, you're allowed to think that way. You're allowed to do that thing. You're allowed to do it this way. You know? Yeah. And so we sit on these ideas, we sit on these ideas and we're afraid to do it our way, our way. And so we follow this, this, this system that we have to follow. And then we don't feel good because we know this doesn't align with who we are. We know we don't like it, but we have to do it. Do we, or can we create our own standard? Now, obviously take this, you know, y'all know, y'all know, but there's always going to be somebody in the comments. Well, what about being a doctor and a lawyer and all this other stuff? That's obviously different because that's different, but I'm talking about basic stuff. We don't even give ourselves permission to do basic stuff, you know? So yes, yes. Hi, Tea Time Beauty. Hello. This community has helped me build confidence. That's awesome. I need to decide today that my doubts are not more powerful than the dreams I have. That's an affirmation. My doubts are not more powerful than the dreams I have. I have been reading Black Girl Creative in the box. Yay, by Lavendula, that's awesome, that's awesome. Yes, please, I'm gonna share the link to um, Lavendula's book as well. But yes, thank you for reading it and thank you for sharing that. I love that. I'm gonna take that affirmation for me today. I need to decide today that my doubts are not more powerful than the dreams I have. I love that, I love that. Yay. Hello, hello, California, hello. It's good to see you. Hey, Nightlight, I'm good enough to execute my ideas. It came to you for a reason, that the idea is not stupid. God's not stupid. Spirit's not stupid. The idea is not stupid. That light that you felt when that idea came to you that, oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. That's all the confirmation you need. Seriously, that's like that, that feeling that, and not the feeling of striving and trying and trying to compete with somebody or trying to do something better or getting ahead of somebody it's, it's a, or getting ahead of yourself, being at war with yourself. No, that peace, that, that excitement, that joy, that pleasure that you felt at the conception of that idea, that is your confirmation. That is your sign that you're good enough to do it. And yes, when we had this idea, it might be bigger than what we can handle right now, but you still can do it in your own way, in a smaller way, right? So 
let's talk about YouTube, right? So maybe one of my goals is to become a speaker, right? I, right now I don't have no connections to be a speaker, to like, you know, travel, whatever speakers do, to travel to different places and speak and hold these kind of things, these kind of events. But what I do have is my phone. What I do have is the internet. <laughs> what I do have is what's in front of me, what's in my hands, what I can use today to get the thing done. You know what I'm saying? And so like, I think that sometimes we count ourselves out because what we see in our mind, that big picture, we don't have access to right now and yet. But the thing is like, if that's the goal, we just need to start moving with what we have already. Like to be that person, you have to do the small movements first, the small steps first. And this person with the small steps is not less valid, less worthy, less loved, like than the person doing the big thing. They're just as worthy as each other, you know? So yes, yes. Um, amen. God is patiently waiting for us to trust and have faith that the dream will be prosperous when made reality by our actions. That's it. That's it. Um, the vision wouldn't come to you if you weren't equipped to carry it out. That's it. It wouldn't waste its time. It wouldn't waste its time. It's seen you. It's seen what you're capable of. It knows you. It comes to you for a reason. Trust that it knows. Trust that you know. And that trust that feeling that you felt when you're just like, oh my God, I feel so full. This is so exciting. Oh my goodness, so exciting, right? That feeling that you have before you start doubting and like, oh, well, how am I do it? Oh no, what if nobody comes? What if people, what if people dislike it? What if, what if my bills don't get paid? What if, like all these different what ifs, right? It, 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 it takes that joy that you felt and it perverts it into self-doubt when you need to hold on to that joy. That's why I'm trying my best to lessen the time between the con like the conception of an idea to the execution of it. Because I know that middle, that middle is where I get wore out, okay? Them what ifs, the self-doubt, the limiting beliefs, it'd be beating my behind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I just like, forget it. Don't even forget it. Because I'm psyching myself out because I don't feel good enough to do the thing. So yes, yes. Um, speaking of meditation, blessed is the one who does not walk with the wicked, but whose but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Psalm 1, 1, two, three, 1 through 2. Thank you, Tell, for sharing that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Hello, London. Hello from Maryland. Hi, I-Dash. Um, you are timely as usually with your that, That's That makes me happy. I'm glad this is resonating. I really am. I really am. Um, I'm going to come down just because... Y'all are saying a lot of beautiful things and I'm gonna come back and read it, but I do have notes that I wanna get through and I don't wanna hold y'all all day, but yes. But yes, thank y'all so much for your input and for being so kind to each other and to me. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you, let God handle it. Thank you, that is very generous. I don't even know what to say. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, I love your content. Please keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you for hearing me. Thank you for hearing my heart and honoring me. Thank you for, listen, I appreciate this, this donation is very helpful. It's very considerate and generous. And I so appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to come down y'all. Hey, AO Hamer. It's good. Good morning. Yes. We not, we not thinking about errors. That's it. We not thinking about it. That's a natural part of the creative process. Absolutely. We all doubt even the people we look up to the people we look up to are doubting themselves too. <laughs> we think that they've made it that they don't, you know, they don't, you know, doubt and fear and they're doing the same thing. They're just being brave enough. You know what I'm saying? They're just being brave enough to take that step. Oh, yay. I'm sweating y'all. So whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm Tierra S. Yes. 111 in the chat. Hey, y'all. Hello. Thank you for being here. 
Oh, thank y'all so much. Thank you, Aline and Jamal. I appreciate y'all. And hey, beautiful people, please show your support by hitting the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Yes, please. It really helps me out. It helps the algorithm do the algorithm thing. Um, I appreciate that. As a black woman, I know that sometimes, you know, our content, black folks, people on the on the margins, our content gets suppressed. Um, but you all liking, commenting, sharing means the world to me and it really helps me out. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, and and Duda. Ngethe, I hope I'm saying that right. Please forgive me if I'm not. Hello, I'm from Kenya and self-doubt and a series of disappointments are the main reasons why I hold back from doing a lot of stuff. And you're not alone. And hello, Kenya, hello. You're not alone at all. Hi, Mwashi401. Yeah, you're not alone. Self-doubt holds a lot of us back. That in between, that like between idea and execution. That's why I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to lessen the time so I have less time to marinate on the fact that Oh, you're not perfect, girl. You're not good enough. Somebody's already doing that, girl. You have no certifications. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that mean, <laughs> how mean we are to, to ourselves. And sometimes it's not even being mean. It's really like us trying to protect ourselves, to be honest. Like sometimes it's not mean. Sometimes it is self-preservation. If I do this thing, and it's also fear because if I do this thing differently than everybody else says to do it, what's gonna happen? There is no guarantee. I told Jamal this um, the other day, this is, yeah, I always say the other day, <laughs> and really it's like, <laughs> really it's like weeks ago or months ago, but whatever. The other day I was talking to Jamal and um, I was talking to Jamal about going back to school. And I told him that one of the reasons why I wrestle with going back to school is because in school, everything is laid out for you. There's a, there's a rubric, there are books that you're supposed to read, assignments you're supposed to turn in, right? Like there's something to follow, a formula to follow that guarantees success, which we all know is not true, but just bear with me for this, right? It guarantees that, oh, when I do this thing, it's gonna have this outcome, right? But really, it's really the fear of not trusting myself and not trusting where I could be. Maybe I won't end up where I wanna be, but maybe I'll end up somewhere better. And I think for me, having someone lay out the stuff is easier than trying to do my own thing. It's, it's, it's more comforting when I'm going along with my classmates and fellow students as we're journeying along this thing together, right? And so we're all following this plan to get to this thing. It's exactly the structure, exactly the structure of school. And so his offering was like, yeah, I mean, one, you don't like school. So that's the first thing. Um, but also like, we talked about like, what if I just designed my own school? <laughs> What if I schooled in life? What if I trusted myself? What if I developed, like I built community? What am I, what am I wanting from this experience that I can create myself? I don't wanna go it alone. So can I, can I get in community? Can I find a support group? Like, but also being open to the magic of not knowing. I think it's, it's, it's that, uh, that, uh, that uh, assuredness, is that the right word? That security, that that deep knowing, like, oh, if I do this, then this will happen. Like knowing, knowing, knowing it's a sure thing. But it's also not a sure thing. And we know that's not a sure thing. But then we we play ourselves and we say, like, the authority figure who has created this rubric and this um idea of how I should educate myself in this way with these things knows better than I know me. I'm defaulting to them because I don't trust myself. I don't trust my ideas. I'm scared that I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna end up on my face. I'm gonna be looking stupid. I'm gonna be a failure. I'm gonna be broke. People are gonna leave me. I'm gonna lose everything. These are the things I'm thinking about, but I'm also trusting my life for four plus years to an institution that actually doesn't care anything about me, doesn't know me personally, doesn't care about how I learn, what like these different things. like. 
And it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm just like having a moment, but it's just, I'm realizing how much I have defaulted to the plan and how much I have pushed down who I really am and what I really believe to please and placate other people to my own detriment. And then when I put myself away, I don't know my, like I, I become strangers with myself. I self doubt. So I'm, I'm less likely to try anything different in the first place because this program has been working how it's supposed to be working, right? Yes, thank you, Rachel Alexander. You and A.O. Hamer, yes, because she's amazing, have inspired me so much this year. Oh, yay. Thank you for sharing your light. Uh, your light, it ignite, ignites us all. Sorry, I'm stuttering. Um, it's like wildfire spreading and awakening the sparks within us. This is like a beautiful, first of all, beautiful writing, beautiful imagery, beautiful imagery. And it's so kind. It's so generous. I am grateful that what I can share is helpful and beneficial. And yes, A.O. Hamer is that girl, okay? Like, please, y'all, <laughs> I'm starting to tell y'all, please check her out. She's amazing. She inspires me as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hello, ADR Brown. Hello. Hello. I'm just passing through says, what if the original villain in my life being afraid of a bunch of hypotheticals? Meanwhile, reality is much sweeter. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. Yes. Isn't it amazing how much energy we and I'm trying not to say waste. We use thinking of what ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? Right. And it's not happening, but we're marinating. We're meditating. We're meditating on what could go wrong, right? We're marinating on it, we're chewing on it, we're replaying scenarios that never happen. Like I've had, <laughs> I know I'm not alone because I've seen people talk about this too, but I have had arguments with people in my shower. They're not here, girl. <laughs> it's not like, it's not happening. And I'm all riled up and like, no, because, and I'm wasting all this energy. I said wasting, sorry. But I'm, I'm using all this energy in a situation that's not real when I could hold my energy because energy, during our day is finite, which is why we have to go to sleep. Why are we putting so much energy and time into marinating on things that aren't happening that might not ever happen, right? It's, it's good to be aware, like this could possibly happen, sure. But what if we took that energy and focused on something positive? Okay, I know I wasn't alone, okay? <laughs> I'd be arguing with people. But yeah, like what if we took that and made it a positive? This could go right. Oh my gosh, I can't wait until that happens. Oh. Wouldn't that be amazing if, instead of like, what if, a negative what if, yes, it all goes down in the shower, okay? <laughs> when you got time, listen, it all comes out. But yes, like, what if we took that energy and did something positive with it? Okay, I see y'all, <laughs> I see y'all. Oh, yay. A.O. Hammer says, oh, thank you so much, Rachel Alexander. I'm honored. Y'all both are amazing. Keep spreading the light together. Much love to you, A.O. Hammer. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yes, yes, I see y'all. <laughs> Yes, I've definitely had hypothetical fights. Absolutely. Right. And it's a lot of energy. And like, it's almost like you feel that same fire and energy that you would have if you're really arguing with somebody. And so you're using up energy for something that's not happening, you know, but also like that's creative energy at play. That is creative energy. That bringing something into existence, because even though it's not real, your body feels it, your body knows it feels real. You know what I'm saying? It feels real. And so I think, I think we can, it, of course, it takes time and energy and like, you know, refocusing, refocusing that energy. But if we refocus that energy on positive stuff, what could happen if we sat for a second and like, oh, that'd be amazing. Like meditating on it, daydreaming. What would, this is how I plan some of my stuff. I sit there and I'm like, what would be fun? What would be amazing about this experience? How can I make this fun? 
oh, what would it be like if I could serve people like this? Oh, that'd be dope if we could do that. And like just going in on that instead of, right? Instead of like defaulting, which we do, to the programming that we have been giving. I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not experienced enough. You're experienced. You're alive. You're experienced. Yes, yes. Hi, Achilles. Um, let's see. I'm nearly done with my master's research. Congratulations. And been told my research is too much. Your words resonate so much. Like I need to remember why I chose this research. Yes, yes. People pleasing can drag so much energy from us. Absolutely, absolutely. It drains energy. It has us doubting ourselves. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that Achilles. And congratulations. Congratulations on your research, on your master's. That's exciting. That's exciting. And trust your research. Trust it. That's weird to me. Too much research? Hmm, that's interesting. Don't listen to them. I mean, I get. I, in some ways, we have to because they're the they're like the gatekeepers. But like, trust yourself. You you can still listen to them and still believe that what you're doing is the correct thing to do. Trust yourself. You know. You know. Hi, Tasty and Barry. Um, I just heard Et preach on this. He said, "Stay." He said, "Stay." That's awesome. Please tell me more. I'd love to hear more. Okay. All right. So you don't need new ideas. What do you need? What do you need? Bravery bravery and bravery is not the absence of fear waiting to be brave it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen i'm sweating you can literally see first of all it's hot that's that's one thing right but every time every time i do something i'm nervous when i'm talking when i go live i'm nervous when i'm singing live i'm nervous when i'm putting out music i am scared when i am like it's not the absence of the fear that makes you brave it's you doing it in spite of the fear right you being brave and saying you know what i am scared honoring your feelings honoring what could go wrong honoring your anxiety honoring your past experiences because sometimes we're fearing stuff we're fearing rejection because we know what it feels like we know what rejection it, we have been rejected before we don't want to feel that again and so we're trying our best like to to make it through this world right <laughs> the best way we know how and bravery is doing it yes thank you rachel do it scared that's that's what bravery is doing something scared does it get less scary maybe for some people it doesn't um but i think with more experience of you do, being brave and doing the thing anyway you do become like that that programming of like thinking of the positive things you can call on or recall good things that happened oh i loved how i felt after i sang that like i've been so nervous shaking before i sang i don't eat before i sing because I, I don't want my stomach to get upset i have ibs that's another conversation <laughs> but like i don't want my stomach to get upset because i get nervous because our brain and our gut is connected right so i don't eat and i and i just i just go out there and i just start singing my husband always tells me just start singing and you'll start to feel normal and i do i start singing and then by the end of the of the session i'm like that was so much fun that was so much fun. And so when I'm going to go sing again and I'm nervous, I recall that was a lot of fun. What was fun about that last experience? Let me let me focus on that. Let me focus on recreating this again. Let me focus on singing the songs that I actually like and not songs that I'm trying to impress people with. Focusing on my joy instead of the potential of someone not liking me. There are songs I put out. You can look on my YouTube channel on whatever. There are songs that I have put out that people have disliked that people have talked bad about. Oh, she's off key. I don't like this version. You should have done X, Y, and Z, but I had a lot of fun and I don't care. <laughs> like I had so much fun. And because I had fun, 
their words cut less. It don't, it don't mean it don't hurt, but it, it cuts less because I enjoy the experience. What if tied to our bravery, we just need more fun. We need to do things in a fun way, in a way that honors who we are. Again, talking about the gym for the thousandth time. Why am I trying to get fit in a gym and I don't like the gym? Who said I had to go to the gym? Can I dance? I love dancing. Can I ride my bike? I love riding my bike. Just started skating, that's fun. Can I, what else? Swim, I love swimming. You know, I love swimming. That all counts as exercise. Can I play sports? Yes. Who said that we have to follow a programming to do what we need to do? You know what I'm saying? And I also find that it helps for me when, um, when I'm doing something, anytime I start a session or whatever, like a workshop, I am not an expert and I don't have to be. That's an affirmation for me. <laughs> I say that every time. I am not an expert because I don't believe I have to be to be impactful. We're all still learning. We're all growing. We're all going through this together. And also, I'm not talking to you from a like, I've made it perspective. You're down there. It's like, no, let's journey together. Let's create space together. Let's figure this out together. You know, I'll facilitate, I'll lead, I'll guide, but wherever we need to go is where we'll go. And maybe sometimes it won't be what I created. So I'm spending all this time on trying to make a perfect curriculum when really I just need to flow and be present in the moment, enjoy the moment, trying to control everything, trying to make sure everybody, like, I won't know until I go. That's another thing we need. We need understanding that some clarification won't come until we move. For me, this is this is for me. Again, everything I'm saying is for me. I hope you resonate with it, right? But there have been so many times where I am exhausting myself in a brainstorming session, trying to work out all the details of something. Oh, it has to, oh, and then what if, oh, and I have to, and I'm like, what if I didn't do all that? What if I didn't try to control everything? What if I set the parameters and I created the space and I have some sort of guidepost, right? But what if I was just present in the moment and serving people the way that they need to be served? like letting go of all that control because you're trying to control like what could you don't know what's going to happen until you do it <laughs> you don't know you have every what did, what did um some uh oh my gosh some boxer y'all know who i'm talking about but either way we've heard it everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face <laughs> right not saying you should get punched in the face right but the idea is we all know what we finna do until something else happens like what is what are the procedures for this thing like you're we just need to show up and do the thing and be present in the moment and trust that we will know what to do and if we don't we can figure it out we're smart you're smart and you don't have to figure it out alone if i am in a session like a workshop i want everybody to share because everybody has something to offer I am not the source of all wisdom and knowledge take that pressure off of me mike tyson thank you take that pressure off of me I, me, talking to myself, Alicia, take that pressure off of me. You're putting way too, you're, the expectation is very, very high. <laughs> like, no one knows everything. <laughs> and it's okay to even be like, there, there are times when people ask me questions here. Oh, thank you, baby. Sorry, I didn't even see that. There are times when people ask me questions and I'd be like, I don't know. And that's okay to not know. It's not the end of the world. And like, we've been taught that we have to know before we go. That's a lie. We'll figure it out along the way. I don't know, give me time, I'll come back to it and we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it. But until then, I'm not gonna pretend to know something and just be talking just to talk. I make room for my humanity. 
in everything I do, including community. And then somebody else, when I say I don't know, somebody else might have the answer. And nine times out of 10, somebody else does have the answer, even if it's the person asking the question. Because sometimes people are asking me questions about them specifically. And I can give generic advice, but you're the one that knows you. Even I could be saying all I'm saying today and you're like, this doesn't resonate. Don't listen to it just because I'm saying it. If it's not for you, it's not for you, it's okay. But, but I'm confident when I say this, and again, you're, you're able to do whatever you wanna do. Sometimes you won't know until you go. You're trying to over plan. You're trying to like, it overcomplicates things. It weighs you down, it's heavy, it's hard. When all you have to do is just show up, show up. Be okay with being at your beta version of whatever, beta testing. Everything I do is an experiment. Everything I do is beta. Nothing is never the thing, right? Like, and it takes different forms and shapes. I'm, I remain flexible. So I'm not snapping in half when things don't go my way. So I'm not breaking, I'm flexible. So we say, we need bravery. I don't even know what I said, we're just flowing. We need bravery, that's the first thing on my notes. <laughs> um, we need execution. We need to execute, like I talked about, that time between inspiration and execution is crucial. So the, the shorter I create, the, the, the smaller space I create, the better I am. And maybe for you, it's like, I need time, that's fine too. But in that in-between time, make sure you're building yourself up, getting yourself around people who are encouraging you and supporting you. Checking your internal dialogue, checking what you're saying to yourself, you know? So ex execution, because there is no perfect time. Hate to break it to you. Something is always happening. You know what I'm saying? Life is lifing. And I think that we just need to not put unrealistic expectations on ourselves because we're not machines. We're not machines. When you're saying, I wanna, I wanna lose 100 pounds in three months, why? I mean, unless obviously like this, if it's medical, that's different. But why? Do you need, does it have to be three months? Or are we just being unrealistic with ourselves and treating ourselves harshly and, and making ourselves uh, go along with this timeline that's not real, that somebody gave to us, right? Be okay with starting messy. Be okay with starting imperfect, with fumbling over your words, with bad lighting, <laughs> you know, with not having all the answers. Maybe you can actually, maybe that's a benefit. Maybe you can actually take people along with you with finding the answers. Maybe you don't have to be the source of wisdom. Maybe you all can share the sources and work, to it, work through it together. I love watching people on their journeys, like watch me learn how to X, Y, and Z, right? They're not showing up as an expert. They're like, listen, I don't know how to do this. We gonna do it anyway. I love that. I love that. And we all deserve to have that grace with ourselves. You know? Hi, Southern Rose Tia D. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I-Dash says, I quit gyms a long time ago. There's too much posing going on by everyone. I just wanna work out, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what is what is Planet Fitness thing? It's like, not come as you are. Um, that's so churchy. But there is like something, like you belong or something like that. Like no competition, like the anti-gym, like that's their brand. But then I still go there and people are still like competing with each other. And I'd be like, I just want to walk on the treadmill. And that's it. I just want to stretch. And then I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing in here. The um, equipment is very overwhelming for me. But yes, yes. I just want to work out. I just want to move my body. And like, even like the language we use, like working out, like it sounds so intense, just moving your body, right? That's the goal. When I, when we think about like people back in the day, they weren't going to the gym, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were living life. 
we need more movement. And so if movement is the goal, then working, like if movement is the, is the goal, then it kind of lessens the pressure a little bit, even for me, that's how it feels like for me, when I don't call something a workout, like I need to move my body. Let me do some dancing. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And let me like do some, you know, body rolls for my back and no one's instructing me. It's not really a word for it, but just like I, my body knows it needs to move. And so I'm going to move. There are times when I need resistance. Like I need to push up against something. I feel it in my body. I need some resistance and I'll push something. It's usually like my husband's feet, for example, like I'll be pushing his feet because I know my feet need some resistance. Your body knows, just listen to your body. It could be that simple. What is your body asking you to do? You know, and maybe that could be, maybe that's a different like way to look at moving the body that it takes the pressure off. You're not trying to meet some sort of standard or become somebody else or hate yourself until you're thin enough. You know what I mean? Like, like I just need to move. I just need to move. Okay, <clears throat> let's see, let me come down. Mm-hmm. Yes, execution. Listen, the plan ain't always the plan. It's not, it's not. Um, I'm the queen of always trying to figure things out. I've learned years ago that God's main desire is to help us, not hurt us, yeah. I started giving my questions, thoughts to him and my shoulders feel better. Yeah, your shoulder, yeah. We hold so much tension in our bodies. When we release, we start feeling better. Like it's like a physical manifestation of what's happening spiritually, right? Like that tightness you feel, that wound upness, the, the anxiety and the stress, it feels restrictive. When we release and like, okay, I don't know what's happening and that's okay. You, it's like, oh, it's okay to not know. <laughs> it's okay to not be clear. It's okay to not be confident. It's okay to not pretend to be somebody else that I'm not. You know, yes, absolutely. Hi, Janine's world, welcome, welcome. Um, let's see. Hi, hi, the unpacked, the unpacked backpacker. Hello, hello. Uh, Alicia, would you say this would apply more to the more to the arts in getting rid of the guardrails in a sense? No, I don't think it just applies to art. I think I think we had this idea of art that like, oh, you get to be an artist, you get to be free. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you're saying this, by the way. This is just like a thought that we have like, oh, artists get to be free. Artists don't have to work within a certain whatever structure. Um, I also have some thoughts about that too. Um, I think our standards have been created for us. And so we're taught to prioritize somebody else's standard for everything. So yes, art, yes, but also fitness, um, also wellness, also spiritual things, like even as a Christian, right? As a believer, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, all that stuff. I believe in the Bible and I am very anti-church because I don't believe the system is good. I don't believe in what the system says. And I don't believe that I have to go through somebody else to get to God. Um, Lots of thoughts there, but I don't think that it's just, I think a lot of the guardrails that we see are people trying to control people, not really do well by them. You know what I'm saying? I think it really has to do with control. I, I need you to operate within this box. And if you come outside this box, I don't know what to do with you. You know, and we kind of do that with people. We kind of categorize people in our daily lives. Like, like, oh, that's that person. That person does that. Oh, she's known for that. He's known for that. They're known for that, right? Like this, this idea. Um, or even like our ideas of like getting older. What does an older person look like? These ideas, right, that we've been taught. Or like, you know, uh, what children should be doing. What people are online right now talking about what black women should and should not be doing, right? These, these, these boundaries are created to control people and to shame people into like almost like a um like a herding like it's like a like i think about sheep 
you know, like the sheepdog running around the sheep to gather them together. That's what's happening in my mind. So yeah, so I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just art to answer your question, you know? And I also think that art exists beyond, like artistry is not just painting, singing, dancing, making, right? Like we're all creative. Everything we do is creative. You solving math problems is creative. And this is actually a perfect example. Um, I was good. I was really good at math. I was in, and this is, yes, I'm gonna toot my horn. I was really good at math. I was really good at um, trigonometry. And so when I went to college, I had to take algebra because whatever, you know, you had to take the courses. I got a C in that class because they didn't like the way that I found the answer. They didn't like that I didn't go through her system, right? But I got the same answer. What's the problem? It's control. It's control. I was doing something in a way that she didn't approve of. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I'm still finding the saw for X, but it's just not the way that, that, that you're teaching me to do it. It's the way that I find comfortable in a way that makes sense to me in my mind, you know? So yeah, so I hope that answers your question. If not, ask a second question, but yes, thank you. Thank you for asking that. Okay. Um, talk about it. A lot of these pastors have insane egos. Yes, they are worshiping themselves. They're worshiping them, themselves, money, fame. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I wanna go live about talking about Christianity and my experience as a Christian. I've done it before, um, but like, literally talking about like the church um, because the church is wildin'. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. We got all these buildings and all these people who can't eat, all these buildings and people are still poor, all these buildings and like people are being harmed. Useless, useless. I get passionate, let me, let me reel it in because I get passionate. They're not being who Jesus called them to be. If you're talking like Bible, if you're gonna say you're gonna follow Bible, okay. But we gotta talk about some things if you're talking about the Bible, cause y'all not really living it out like y'all say y'all are. But anywho, what is it, I digress. Oh no, it's okay, it's all good, it's all good. I liked trig, it was like puzzles for me. Like I don't necessarily, I usually don't like puzzles, but trigonometry was, was that girl. Like I was like, ooh, I like this. Sine over cosine equals, you know what I'm saying? Like it was fun, it was fun, okay. <laughs> Hi PJ Afro Blue 92 um, it's been so critical on, on my art and now it's, it's fun again. I love that. It's still work, yes, but I'm fulfilling one of my purposes with my God-given gift. I love that, I love that. I plan to sell stickers soon. That's awesome, that's beautiful. Thank you and please share when you do, please share when you do. Hi, I'm not Jessica. Thank you so much for being a member for four months. I appreciate that, thank you. Um, I think everyone who is watching this video, myself included, is having a breakthrough right now. We appreciate you, that makes me happy. That's the goal of this. I'm hoping that what I'm saying is coming through and that makes me happy, that makes me happy, okay. I will. I will. I got to get my notes together and maybe bring along some uh, some other friends that we, we have these conversations all the time. We have these conversations all the time. But yes, yes. Um, I'm a Christian and I agree with you. Also, I'm approaching 68. Hey, shout out to you, Janine's World. Yes, yes. I'm too old to go surfing and skateboarding. I'm in really, I'm too old to go surfing and skateboarding. I'm in really good shape. That's awesome that you're in really good shape. That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um experienced the same thing in school with mathematics actually made me hate math yeah because of the way it was taught in american schools fair that's fair it's very oppressive like you have to do it like this if you don't do it like this you fail you know what i'm saying even sometimes checking my work like i'm like why like you think i'm a cheater but like i know five times seven is 35. why do i need to show my work for that like you had me memorize these timetables 
And now when I'm using that memorization, it's a problem. What is the issue? That's another conversation for another day. But I feel you. I feel you. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, we said bravery. We said something else that I can't remember. We said we need execution. We need to learn on the fly. They say build the plane while you're flying it, right? Oh, excuse me. Janine's World says, please tell me, please tell me I'm too old to go surfing and skateboarding, but I do it because I'm in really good shape. Yes. Oh, people, not please. What are my glasses? People up here, they go cutting the grass. I'm gonna have to shut the windows. <laughs> but people tell me I'm too old to go surfing and skateboarding, but I do it because I'm in really good shape. I love that. I love that. And keep doing you, Janine. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, okay, yes. So we need community. <laughs> we need one another. Nothing that we're supposed to do is supposed to be done in a vacuum. There are things that we can do by ourselves, right? Um, and I'll probably do another conversation on that. Marissa has a video on her channel. I'm shutting the window because they're cutting the grass. Marissa has a video on her channel about hyper-independence in black women. Oh, and yes, <laughs> absolutely. Now I can turn on the fan. Give me one second, y'all. Sorry, I need the fan. little baby fan ah but we've been taught that we have to do everything ourselves or else it doesn't count or else we're weak like and for myself I have an, a lot of reasons that I'm still journaling through and I'll share it soon why I am why I had been collaboration averse and it had little to do with like oh I don't want to work with anybody but it had a lot to do with I don't want to be let down um, I've I've been the girl in the group project that nobody else did any work and I'm doing everything right. Um, I'm also afraid of letting people down. Like the heart of the reason why I don't collaborate sometimes, which I'm working through because I want to collaborate more, okay. is me letting people down. <laughs> me coming to somebody's platform and ruining it or saying the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is like, why do I believe that when I'm added to something, I ruin it? You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. But we need community. We need community. We need one another. I have a video called Why We Should Value Community Over Competition. Um, I could share it. Let me share it. Um, and we were talking about trees. <laughs> and we were using trees as an analogy for why we need community. Because we do. Let's see. Let's see. Yes, we need community. Sorry, I'm trying to find the, the video. But okay, I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> so we need community to do the things. We need help. <laughs> we need help. We are supposed to be a communal people, period. We're not supposed to be doing things alone. We can do them together. When I'm talking about them churches, right? The churches thing. Why do we have five churches on one block? Why? <laughs> when we could all build one church and make those other churches places that people can sleep that are unhoused, Places that people can come to and work out of. Places that people can come and get a meal from. Why are we, why are there five churches on the same block? And y'all all serve the same God. What is that? Y'all are not collaborating. You're trying to be the one. And so when you're not collaborating, when you're not in community, you are only one person. You only have so much energy. You know what I'm saying? You only have so much insight. There's beauty that comes from community. Community will help you when you are feeling down on yourself, when you're in that, in that space of this cocoon of like, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not talented enough. Uh, like community will hold you up and hold your hand and hold your head up and be like, girl, you got it. You can do this. I will hold your hand through this. We need community. We need community. Um, let's see. 
Hello? Yes, 10 churches in the same neighborhood. For why? <laughs> For why? Anywho, but yes. Um, Southern Rose Tia D. Hello. You're telling my story. I'm non-collaborative because I was always left with the lion's share of the burden. Yeah, it gets old. Yeah, it gets old and it gets tired. Yeah. We have to be connected to the right community. And it's hard um, unlearning those things that we've been taught. Like the the using of us. And I'm, and I'm saying us, especially as like black women, especially as women, like the using of women to get things ahead and like the trauma that we have around that. Uh, Marissa also, shout out to Marissa. I'm Marissa Price. She also had a post, sorry y'all, my uh, smoothie's leaking. But she also had a post about like, when you have an idea in corporate America and somebody takes your idea, like we all have those traumatic experiences where we're like, oh, I'm never telling y'all nothing again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for protection, but that does us a disservice. We just have to find the right community to commune with, you know? So yes, yes. Oh, I'm, that makes me happy, Truth Eternal. That makes me so happy. I'm happy it's serene. I love that. That sounds cozy. Um, KMC, it's so sad when we're a part of these extremely large families and cannot find support. Yes, you're around so many people and you still feel lonely. Yes, yes, yes. You hear all the noise around you and like for the Thanksgiving things and you're connected with so many people and you still feel alone. You still feel alone. You know, okay. That part, it's about money. At the end of the day, it's about money and keeping us controlled. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, y'all talking about a lot of these churches. Yes, yes. Um, look what gets look what gets me is these small churches that have huge lawns or sit on land of a lot of land, but nobody is using any of that to grow or raise food. Hello, hello. <laughs> there should be no reason that people are starving. There's so many Christians, but people are starving. There's so many Christians, but people are unhoused. There's so many Christians, but there's no justice. There's no peace. There's no protection, there's no provision. What is the point? You're supposed to be the hands and feet of God. And you're watching and walking over people and like, yo, you're gods into yourselves and gods into money and gods into people. You worried about people. Ooh, I got thoughts. And like when I talk about anger, that's one of the things that make me angry. It makes me angry. It's one of the things I'm very passionate about. And it's like when people, when I be talking about God or Jesus and people are like, I don't want to hear, I get it. I can't even be mad. I don't want to hear about Jesus. Or people will tell me, you know, you talk about decolonizing your faith, but you're still colonized if you believe in God. Okay, I hear you. You're, you're entitled to your opinion, but I'm not upset at it. I get it. Who would want to call themselves Christian? <laughs> Who? <laughs> because y'all are embarrassing. Y'all are embarrassing. There was a live that I did a couple of weeks ago and somebody said, Exactly, they're not Christians, exactly. They're charlatans, they're, they're posers. They're not really Christians, they're empty gongs. Like, anyway, there, there was a lie that I did um, a couple of weeks ago and somebody was like, you're a kind Christian. And that really hurt my, like it hurt me, it hurt my heart. Because there shouldn't be kind Christians. There just should be kindness in Christians, period. It's, it's sad, but yes, yes. Let me, let me get back to the, to the topic, I'm sorry y'all. But yes, I will do a lot about that, I will, I will. Let me get my journal, but anyway. Um, Okay, so yes, we need community. We also need acceptance and friendship with ourselves. We need to know that I'm all over the place, right? Like I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place and that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with me being multi-passionate. So I'm a, I'm a multi-passionate person, meaning, and this is just like words that people have created to like talk about people who are human. So like a lot of people have multiple interests but they're taught that they can only pursue one or be serious about one thing or like be one dimensional again, because it's about uh, 
utility here in the States. It's about how can I use you? What am I knowing you for? Um, and so for me, I was trying to, when people say, what do you do for a living? What do you do? Like, first of all, what's that question? But what do you do? What kind of art do you create? I'm like, well, I sing. I also write. I also speak. I create spaces. I, you know, I dabble in a lot of things. I'm a, I'm a, um, what is the word? Hobbyist. I call myself a hobbyist. I, I am easily inspired. I am taken with things and I put things down when I'm done with them. What am I? What am I? And multi-passionate gave me the language I needed. So like I had to be friends with myself and realize Alicia, when they say that phrase, um, oh my gosh, I had to begin to see myself as a, what is that knife? Like a knife that has multiple things on it. Like the, the swiggly thing, like a pocket knife. Is it a pocket knife? Anyway, but I'm like a pocket knife. I am a person, but I have multiple parts to me and each part needs its own thing. But how can I make that make sense? How can I make that make sense to other people? Exactly, Tia, exactly. I just am. I just am. Swiss Army Knife. Thank you, baby. Swiss Army Knife. Yes, like that's who I am. I am one person, but I have multiple things that I do. And I don't have to dumb down. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yes, thank you, Swiss Army Knife. Yes, yes. I don't have to dumb down or take out like a part of me because it makes you uncomfortable because you can't put me in a category. I had to make peace with that thing. That phrase that they say, um, oh my gosh, what is that phrase they say about multi-passionate people? <laughs> uh, let me look it up. Yes, thank y'all so much. Yes, I'm a Swiss Army knife. I might not be as, I might not be as, you know, sharp. I don't even, whatever. Jack of all trades, thank you, baby. <laughs> jack of all, Jamal, you coming through. I appreciate you. Jack of all trades. So there is a phrase that people, oh, you're going to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. And again, when I heard that phrase, I'm like, no, something in me was like, that's not, no, that's not it. A master of none. I'm mastering a lot of things. I'm mastering a lot of things, right? And so, yes, thank you all so much. Yes, um, jack of all trades. Quotes. Let me look this up. So just like that book example that I was talking about, how I was like, oh, I need these books to, you know, say that I am, first of all, who is the person that wrote this? Like, like it's the, it's the holy grail of the truth. Like it don't, that don't make no sense anyway. But, but the whole quote is a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I read it again. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. This quote has been misrepresented for years to shame people who have multiple interests, to shame people who will not get in, like, in line and get with the program, to shame people who don't fit people's understanding or ideas of what they're capable of. A jack of all trades is a master of none. That's, that's where people stop, is a master of none. But oftentimes better than a master of one. When I read that quote, it was so affirming. It made everything clear that I had been feeling for years. Like, no, like, I don't feel like a master of none. I don't feel like I'm less than. I don't feel like I'm scatterbrained. What else they say? Or that I'm not serious or I'm not focused. I don't feel that way. The society wants to create factory workers, people they can easily replicate. And I'm not knocking people who are passionate about one thing, right? What I'm saying is that because we don't fit the system, they shame us into believing that there's something wrong with us. But when I read this whole quote, it gave me 
such a sigh. I just breathed a sigh of relief. I'm not crazy. I knew it to be true. And I had to make peace with that. I am not a, I am not a master of one. <laughs> I'm not a master of one, but I do a lot of things and I do it well enough. Like again, yeah, I play guitar, but I'm not a, I'm not a guitarist. I play it because it's fun. And I, and I play enough, I play enough chords that I can play and sing along. And maybe that's enough. Maybe that's the only reason why I need to learn how to play guitar so I can sing to myself. Maybe it don't need to be for sale. Maybe people, other people don't even need to hear it if I don't wanna share it. You know, maybe I'm good at painting, but paint, I like painting, and like the act of painting. Excuse me. I'm not a painter by art standards. And what are art standards anyway? That's another conversation again for another day. What are art standards? But like, I like painting because it feels good to me. I like the colors. I like mixing the colors together. I like the feel, the tactile feel of the brush smoothing paint on a canvas. Is that enough reason to do it? Yes, because it brings me joy, it makes me happy. Right? So making peace with the parts of us that we think are wrong, becoming our own friend, actually saying, I love that about you, Alicia, you did that. You did that. I love that for a season I could be singing and for a season I could be writing or for a season I could be, re could be reading and doing nothing at all. Or I could be doing all three at the same time. I read multiple books at the same time. And even though people say, oh, you'll never finish the book. That's not true. I'm gonna finish it on my own time. There's no rush. Why do I have to read one book at a time? I'm in different moods for different things. And I think that sometimes for me, how I feel when I'm over tapping something, it exhausts me. And I was burning myself out because I'm like, no, I have to be a singer. I gotta sing. I can't do anything else but sing. This is what people know me for, singing, singing, singing. And I would get tired of singing and tired of writing and tired of creating music and then be like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And nothing is wrong with me. That's the problem. When I, when I was inspired to write, I should have written. I was gonna say wrote. <laughs> I should have written or wrote, whatever, who cares? Right, the past tense of write. I should be writing. If I feel that inspiration, follow it and be open to where it's gonna take me. So making, accepting yourself. What are the things about yourself that we talked about earlier, those things that you think are wrong? What are the things that make you you? You don't need a quote. I was waiting for a quote or for someone to say that it's okay to be multi-passionate or it's okay to be, what they say, like a Renaissance woman or whatever language they wanna to use to make it understandable. We don't have to wait until somebody writes the book or makes the quote or confirms, right? We know the stuff internally, we know it. We just have to make friends with it, you know? So yes, uh, hi Cantrice, Cantrice. Um, children love imagination and can dream a thousand different things until they go to school and get told to sit down and shut up. And isn't that heartbreaking? Isn't that heartbreaking? Like in kindergarten, oh, you're allowed to dream and do all this stuff. Okay, LOL, just kidding. Now you have to get in line and figure out what you wanna do for, us, for the rest of your life. You're only seven. <laughs> Hope those seven years of freedom was nice. <laughs> you know. It's so sad, it's not funny, but it's sad. People are always trying to put you in a box, always. They're trying to, they're trying to and, and, I, and in one way I get it, right? Our brains are constantly trying to understand stuff. They're, they're, the brain is constantly trying to, there's a lot going on. There's a fan going on, somebody's mowing the lawn, the trees are moving, there are birds flying back and forth. I'm talking to you all, I'm reading the comments, I'm reading my notes. Like the brain tries to simplify things because it's a lot going on. We're taking in a lot of information, right? So our brains are always trying to simplify things, including, including how we view and see other people. We flatten their experiences because it makes sense. It's easy to, it's easy to know that person as that. That's that person. And so when that person changes or does something different, 
then we're like, wait, no, you're outside of my understanding now. Oh no, meltdown. You know what I'm saying? We do it to ourselves. Well, I've been known for this thing. Can I pivot? Am I allowed? People only know me for this thing. Can I talk about that thing? I've, and I'm saying this because I've said it to myself. This is not accusing you of anything. This is me. I've said to myself, I can't pivot. I can't change. Yes, exactly. Changing gears is often restorative. Everything in nature requires rest. Yes, our focus is no different. Yes. And when I'm thinking about nature, I'm thinking about, again, monocropping, right? This idea of like, we only grow corn. We only grow corn, right? And so you have these fields of corn that are sucking stuff out of the ground and the ground becomes bare. The ground becomes like desolate and it loses nutrition because there are other stuff that's supposed to be growing with it to support it and help it and to put back into the soil what we take out. It's the same thing with us. We overmine ourselves. We overwork. We are the ground. We are the soil. I keep, we are people of the soil. And so like, again, what happens in the earth reflects what happens in our bodies. Like we're overmining ourselves, burning ourselves out. That is burnout, overworking, overworking. It's the same thing. Like I can only do this thing. I can only do this thing. I can only do this thing. No, you need different, you need, you need hobbies. <laughs> you need different, and I'm not saying this as an insult. I'm saying in general. You need to do things because they call to you. Not to fit anybody else's plan or understanding of you. You're not to be understood. You're to live. You're to be honest. If we don't get through this list, that's okay. We'll finish it later. But, um, but y'all are saying some really, really good stuff in the chat. I appreciate that. Um, hi, Rest, Resithrive. Resithrive? Hello, welcome, welcome. Just joined, welcome. Everyone, enjoying this talk. Uh, because I have someone who was always asking me, when is your next book? And ignoring what I'm doing right now. Yes. They put me in a box of writing only. Exactly. Exactly. And the book will come when it comes. If you write another one, that's okay. If you don't, that's also okay. Right? And I had to learn that for myself as a creative. Every season is not for creating. And every season is not for creating the same thing. We put ourselves on these timelines that are made up. Poetry needs time. And I want to be a poet in the way that I live my life. Flowing. Living in flow. Like... I don't, if I'm not feeling inspired to do it, I don't want to do it. I don't want to force the thing to happen because I feel like it has to happen. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is industrialism. Like, you got to make it. You got to do it. Every day, we're pumping out stuff. You're not a machine. You're human. You're not a machine. Like, there was a, there was a program I was supposed to open back up this July. It's August. Open up in July. And I felt so bad because I was like, well, I told people I'm going to do it. But I, just, I didn't feel right about it. And so I said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I'm glad I waited because I needed to take care of other things. Also, life was happening. Like my, It's almost like my spirit knew things were going to be happening this month. And a lot of stuff has already happened this month and last month, you know? And so, like, I'm going to listen to my spirit. It's telling me not to do it right now, so I'm not going to do it. And thank God I didn't do it because I would have been exhausted, burnt out, struggling, trying to juggle all this stuff, trying to be because I told myself I had to be. You know what I'm saying? So no. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> so acceptance of stuff, acceptance of stuff, acceptance of stuff. We also, have, we also need the ability to give ourselves the ability to do it imperfectly. We talked about that a little bit. Be okay with not being good at something. You're not gonna be good at something. That's freeing. <laughs> You're not gonna be good at it when you first start. That is freedom. No one is expecting you to be good at when you first start. And even if they are, they're wrong. They're wrong. You're allowed to be bad at stuff. The fir very first video I uploaded to YouTube, well, that I intentionally uploaded to YouTube before it was just like, you know, a video sharing platform. It was not good. <laughs> I was nervous. I was sweating. I was stumbling. 
over my words. I was like, this is awkward. Am I looking in the camera or like the, you know, it was awkward. Like you feel like, are people listening? Are people here? The first lives that I was having, there were like five people here maybe if people showed up and it was usually my mom, my husband and my friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those were the days, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I loved it. And, it and it was good. It was good that there was a lot of people there because I was able to stumble and, and fall on my face and make mistakes and change things up around people who love me, around people who are not expecting me to be perfect. You know what I mean? When I feel people trying to make me out to be a perfect person, I, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I am not perfect. I will disappoint you. I, I, I gotta let people know, like I cannot be this person you have in your mind who is infallible because I'm, I'm not infallible, right? And so being around those people, starting small, being okay with nobody you know, showing up, it got me to here with y'all practice. Like it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to mess up. And even still, I am still imperfect. I'm sitting here with a sweaty shirt that's getting sweatier by the minute. You know what I'm saying? Like I am stumbling over my words. I'm taking sips. Like I'm not using a fancy camera. I'm not, but y'all are, y'all are resonating with what I'm saying. And I realize, like when I say true to myself and when I, when I allow myself to be imperfect, the message comes through clear because I'm not worried about no stuff that don't really matter. Who cares? Who cares? Like, and the people who care aren't my people. And that's okay. And that's freeing because I no longer have to live to serve them, to, to, uh, to please them, <laughs> to placate them. I no longer have to stuff myself into a box to be understood. It's freeing when you're like, nope, I'm not going live this week because I got to honor my humanity. And no one's ready to cuss me out. And you know what I'm saying? It's good to be able to show up here and to talk to y'all. Like y'all are amazing. That's why I said like, when y'all thank me for this space, I'm thankful. And I mean that. I'm Cause I have lived a life where I could not be myself, where I was not free enough to be honest about how I felt and what I, where every time I shared how I felt, it was shut down and told it's not real, it's not true. This is beautiful. This is a gift to be able to share space with y'all. And y'all feel me and y'all accept me for who I am <laughs> and the mistakes and my contradictions and my misspeaking and the fumbling and the, you know, mispronouncing, mis mispronouncing your names and having grace with me. And I'm grateful for that. Grateful for that. So yes. So the ability to be, to do it imperfectly, even if you don't have community around you that allows you to be imperfect, you allow yourself to be perfect because you're your first community. You are your first community. Allow yourself to be human. Yes, Cantrice, thank you. Don't try to fit in, it's exhausting. And you don't have time to be, you are, like we talked about before, you're too sacred to be perfect. We had a live about that, please check it out. It's maybe a couple of weeks old, but you are too sacred to be perfect. You're too sacred to be perfect. That raw, real you, that's the healing stuff, that's the good stuff. That stuff you're trying to sanitize, we don't need more of that. We don't need more of the cookie cutter stuff. We need you, the raw and real you. Yes, okay. Um, H&C says, a friend said this to me, give yourself room to make mistakes because it's a learning process to, become, to becoming good. Yes, every expert was once a beginner. Exactly. And I would even argue that even you fumbling in the beginning, like giving yourself room to make mistakes, that's good. Making mistakes is good. That's a good thing. Making mistakes means you're moving, you're trying. Making mistakes means you're growing, you're learning. 
you know? So even this definition of good, I appreciate this also, by the way, agency, thank you for sharing that. But even this definition of good, it's like, who gets to say what is good and what is not? Mistakes are good. It's sign of life. It's sign of life. Yes, Imani, exactly. Just making room for your people, exactly, exactly. Jessica S says, yes, you were able to make mistakes in a safe environment. Exactly, exactly. Like I know my, my friends weren't gonna beat me up, <laughs> cuss me out. And if they were, I need new friends. If they were gonna make fun of me, I need new friends. I need new friends. Um, hi, Fumi. Um, your videos speak to the depths of my soul. That makes me happy. I feel like I found me in you and it's so refreshing. I appreciate this comment because I, I do believe this. What, when I say stuff and you resonate with it, you already knew it. You already knew it. You know what I'm saying? Like you already felt it. Or even if it's something new or a different way to look at something, it still like gives you permission to think of the things you already thought. You know what I mean? Trust that soul. Yes, yes. Okay, so yes, the ability to do it imperfectly. I said, be okay with it not making sense. It does. It's okay that it doesn't make sense. You don't need a reason why to do it because it ignites you. That's the reason to do it. Overthinking douses our flame, that fire that we feel, that inspiration, overthinking, overprocessing, trying to make it make sense to other people, trying to make it, you know, marketable and like, uh, you know, in that box and that cookie cutter thing, it sanitizes it, it diminishes it, it diminishes that fire, it douses that fire, it snuffs it out. Be okay with it not making sense and still going anyway. I think that's one of my hangups. I'm like, does this make sense? I always, I hear, I hate when I hear myself say that. Does that make sense? When I'm in conversation with people, am I making sense? Because there are a lot of people that I was around who, who helped me believe that I didn't make sense. I didn't fit in. I'm tripping. I'm overthinking things, right? Like, girl, no, nobody wants to hear that. And so I hear myself often, does that make sense? Is that making sense? I don't know, trying to, and, and, and in some ways it, it shrinks myself, it shrinks my self-esteem, that too, but it also shrinks me and makes me be like contracting to fit into somebody's idea of what is acceptable and what is not. Instead, I wanna be wild. I wanna be free. That, that has been my one prayer since a child. I wanna be free. And I am becoming free. I am I'm free now, but I am becoming free. And one of the ways I'm becoming free is being okay with not making sense to people, with not making sense to myself and still going and still doing. I might have, I might have a workshop on songwriting. I might have a workshop on photography. I might have a workshop on meditation. And I've been trying to figure out how do I, how do I put these together? Even though photography can be meditation, songwriting can be meditation, right? How do I put these things together? Can I be comfortable with it not making sense and still doing it and still holding the three workshops that they have nothing to do with each other? This is an example, right? Can that be? Yes. It's okay that it doesn't make sense because when we say like even stuff like making sense, it's like making sense to who and to fit what, right? Because we know things even though that we can't see them on paper or know them, but we know it. You know what I'm saying? But Again, here I go. I hope what I'm saying is making sense. There I go again, <laughs> but yes. Yes. Hey, JDB Draws. I'm glad you're here with a suitable audience for the most part. Yes, you're reaching who you're meant to reach. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Oh, Smellwell, thank you for becoming a member. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, rice and butter, hello. Yes, yes. Yes, becoming unprogrammed, exactly, exactly. 
um, Simply Rain says, OMG, why are you taking the words from my brain and giving them voice? That's good. That's good. We're resonating. We're flowing. We're here. We're here together. Like recognizes like. Like recognizes like. I'm not Jessica. Thank you so much for the heart and the $5. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, yes. Um, HNC says, just the word mistake itself is just a word combined. Missed, take, in the firm word. And usually it gets it gets improved on the next take. Yes. It's not missed on purpose, but because you didn't know where notice. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, there's so many times that we count ourselves out because of a mistake that we have made or um, a missed take that we've made. And it makes me think of like shooting shots. I was watching some video. I can't remember the name of the video, but the person was like, I get to take as many shots as I want to take. When people be like, you only get one shot. Shout out to um, Eminem. You only get one shot, right? That's not true. You get as many shots as you want to take. As you want to take. If you do it today and it didn't go the way that you wanted to, okay, we honor that. But can't, do you want to get up and do it again? Then do it. Keep going. You, you have like, and I get it because of shame and fear and like, oh, they already called me a failure. They already saw me fail. Can I, can you be brave enough to give yourself another chance? Can you love yourself enough to give yourself another chance? You know, cause you're worthy of it. You are. Hi, Bianca. Bianca Felicieri, hello. Um, you give life every time I tune in, such inspirational woman. Thank you, I appreciate that. And thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Yes, <laughs> what's the saying? You miss all the shots you fail to take. Boom, boom. Yay, I'm glad Imani shots. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the claps, thank you. Um, JDB Draw says, Lord, do I hate the cookie cutter perfectionism BS. Yeah, that gets pushed these days. Probably part of the reason depression is at an all time high. Absolutely, absolutely. Make no mistake, absolutely. Hi, hi Erica BS, BSMS, hello. You're awesome, thank you for the truth. And thank you, thank you for being here for the truth and inspiration. Thank you. I appreciate y'all, I really do. Okay. So we talked about having fun, right? A few, at this point, a few months ago. We're here now, but we talked about having fun and how we should make life more fun. And one of the ways that you can do that is by having a playlist. So this is something that people call like a bucket list or whatever it's called. For me, it's a playlist. It's a list of things that I wanna do. And so the phone that I showed you, again, for reference, for those of you who just joined us, I have so many, so many, so many notes in my notes app of ideas I wanna try, things I wanna do, research I've been doing about books I wanna write, music I wanna make, it just keeps going. It's like never ending. This is my playlist. This is my playlist. This is my, um, what is the word? My guiding post, like this is my guidepost of the things that I wanna do. And a lot of the ideas I have are recurring ideas. And so I would offer to you to make a list, like be honest with yourself, what do you wanna do? What are the things that keep coming out keep coming out when you're pushing it back down? The things that you're saying, not right now. <laughs> it, like, I'm too busy. I'm not enough. What are those things? And you can share them in the chat if you want to. But like, question for yourself, what do I feel in my soul that I want to do? What, how, I feel like I'm expanding. I feel like I'm lighting up. I'm on fire. I feel full. When I think of this idea, I get so excited. I get giddy. I smile. Like, what are those things? What are the things that you want to do? Make a list of them. Be honest about those things. Those ideas came to you for a reason for a reason, because you can put it out in the world in the way that only you can do it. Only you can do it the way that you can do it. Even if, if you give somebody, perfect example, in school, we all have the same curriculum, we all read the same books, 
We all write the same paper sometimes and every paper is different. Why is that? Because we're different people. The way that we interpret things is different. The way that we uh, see things is different. Our, our home, our lived experiences are different. You know, we see the same thing happening and we have two different feelings about it because we're two different people. And even if you have the same viewpoint, there it's, it's communicated in a way that only you can communicate it. So like you have a light in you to be shared, to be shared. And for me, I need to stop consuming. I, am, I need to stop watching so many videos, podcasts, Instagram things. I have so many things saved in that. Oh, that's, oh, I like that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Girl, you have things in your phone <laughs> that you need to do. You have things you need to do. And I have been over consuming, watching too much stuff. Like, and all that does is create comparison and make me feel like I'm not good enough anyway. So I am charging myself and you can join me if you would like. I am taking a break from ingesting so much stuff, the how-tos, the, the tutorials, the stuff. I need to create. It's time out for me for consumption. It's time for me to create. I need to lighten the load. I need to carry out the ideas that I have, the things that don't make sense, the one-off workshops that I'll never do ever again. Like I'm doing it once and leaving room for it to not happen, like to not be in so control of everything, to be present. That's what I'm doing. Oh, my volume, is it too loud? Please tell me, is it loud? I'm sorry, I mean to yell at y'all. <laughs> Tell me, TC. But yes, um, I hope I'm not loud. Oh no. <laughs> but yes, overconsuming. Yes, overconsuming. Like I have been gluttonous, and I'm and I'm overconsuming. Under I'm I'm whispering now because I don't want to be too loud. But I'm overconsuming. Um, out of out of procrastination and fear. Oh, it's too low. Really? Am I low, y'all? I'm sorry. Am I low? Let me know if I'm low, you guys, please. Appreciate it. Oh, it was fine? Okay. Okay, okay. I don't know. TC, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe it's like the YouTube like app itself. Like maybe that can come up. Um, like on the bottom of the video, like here, I think. I think that's where it is. But yes. Oh no, it's all good. It's all good. No worries. No worries. No worries. Thank you. Thank you though for letting me know. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, like I'm consuming too much. <laughs> I'm consuming too much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. I'm consuming too much things like too many tutorials too much like this is how you do it blah 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 and it's it's wearing on my self-esteem number one because i feel like oh they're already doing it <laughs> i can't do it or like i'm measuring up against these people like it turns into an opportunity for me to beat myself down and that space between inspiration and execution between that space i'm consuming all this stuff doing all this research when really i had the goods all along in here now yes for some things like i don't know how to do yes i will google but only when necessary because those ideas drown out my own. And I think, oh, my idea is stupid. If I'm not doing it like that, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's also wasting time and energy. <laughs> it's also wasting time and energy when I could be creating. I could be making something. And I find that when I'm not making or creating or sharing or when I'm not doing things that, I, that my soul feels like it needs to do, I'm consuming. I am buying. I am overeating, overspending. Um, over swiping, this, this is like Instagram or YouTube even reels, like over like consuming. When I know that my soul wants to create, my soul is, my soul is full. You know what I'm saying? My soul is full, like I wanna create. And creation is the way that I am fulfilled. I, we're, we, were put, we were all here put here to create. I don't care what you're creating, meals, mathematics, uh, creating space for people, 
whether you are fixing a car or mowing the lawn, planting flowers, like we're all put here to create. And there's some sort of fulfillment that we get from creation that we can't get from consumption because we keep consuming and it's never enough. It's like trying to fill an empty hole. It's overconsumption trying to appease something in us that wants something more fulfilling. And that's for you to show up and be who you are and to do the work that you're called to do. Whatever that looks like. It don't have to be, you know, having a TV show or whatever. People say dream big, right? Or like people, what, people also say like, if your dreams don't scare you, it's not big enough. Push that aside. What, what brings you joy and makes you happy? What makes you happy? What are you passionate about? There are topics I want to talk about that have nothing to do with what I've talked about here, talking about the church, for example, have nothing to do. And maybe it resonates with the right people. And, and I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't fit my genre. It doesn't fit my niche. So I can't talk about it. I am not a niche. I am a whole person. <laughs> I am a whole human being. And the, mm, what is the word? It's industrialization. Like the idea that I can only put out what, I can only put out what, the algorithm is telling me to put out, I can only share what people are used to seeing me do is oppressive. I am free. I am multidimensional. I am layered. I am complicated in all of my complications and, you know, and complications to other people. Right. And even to myself, sometimes all my complications, all my layers, all my parts of myself, my different facets deserve to be on full display. Deserved, I, I spend so much time trying to be a niche, trying to fit into somebody's idea of what makes sense. What do I call myself? A healing artist? That's my title right now, right? What do I call myself? A writer, a photographer, and worried about the title has stopped me from creating the stuff. How do I make myself make sense to other people? That's what's got me setting myself back. All that stuff don't matter. I am Alicia. Nice to meet you. And as you get to know me, you'll get to know all the different parts of me. And yes, maybe that does equate to slow growth for an algorithm. Maybe that does equate to people not getting it and people subscribing for one thing and I'm subscribing for another thing, which has happened a lot, right? Like, um, but that's also okay. That's also okay. And I'm learning to accept the rejection as not rejection, but like, they're just not resonating with me on, and that's okay. It's not a rejection of me. Like they have the they have the right to choose what they want to choose. I'm not rejected. I'm okay. The people who get it get it. The people who allow me to be people, to be to be people. <laughs> the people who allow me to be a whole person. I honor them. I thank them. And for the people who won't, I hope that one day they allow themselves to be a whole person. I didn't subscribe for this. Okay. But this is my channel. Like this is what I want to talk about. Like this is this brings me joy to talk about. This is what I'm passionate about. And, you, and I can't live my life trying to fit into somebody else's understanding of who I am. I'm more than what they make me. I'm more than that. I'm too sacred to be a niche. I'm too sacred to be a niche. I'm not to be sold or marketed. I'm to be felt and heard and loved and valued. I'm a human being, I'm not a product. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a product. I might. Sure, like, are there things being held that we can exchange resources? Like, y'all are donating to me. I appreciate that, right? But, like, I'm not something to be sold. I love myself. Even when I don't feel it, I love myself. And I have to see myself as a whole person. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Carry out and try what you already have. You do not need more ideas. That's a lie. You have enough ideas. 
there are just reasons why you haven't executed on them. And they're all valid and they all make sense. And I make room for all of them. But can you be brave enough to, in spite of all that stuff, can we make room for the possibility that something else could also be true? That maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. That maybe you're actually smarter than what you think you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, can we make room for that, for that idea to chew on it? Like, just just pretend, let's pretend that, and I do this with myself, and it's, it's an, I call everything an experiment. Whether this does well or not has nothing to do with my worth or my value, nothing. If nobody shows up, what happens then? What is the worst case scenario? I put on something, nothing shows up. I cry <laughs> and I move on, I move on to the next thing. I take it as inspiration, I take it as information after I process it and I move forward with the next thing or I try again. Maybe the time was wrong. Like there are so many reasons why maybe someone, nobody saw it. Self-promotion, okay? I told you that was my fear. You talk about algorithms. I post something one time, only a hundred people out of however many people follow me see it. And I'm like, oh, nobody wants to, <laughs> nobody loves me, I suck. And it's like, girl, they didn't see it, <laughs> you know? Or they didn't understand what it was or they didn't know that they were the people you were talking to. Everything is information. Sometimes it's not that deep, right? And we can spiral and feel like, oh, I'm a failure. And it's like, they didn't see it. They were at work, right? <laughs> they were at work. Exactly, I love that. Journey to Kingdom Woman, hello. Maybe it was only made for one person to see. And people would call that a failure. People would say, oh, that's a fail. Can you serve, and like, this is a challenge I've heard from other people too. Can you serve one person like you would serve a million? Hmm. If not, what, are, what is the real reason why you're doing it? That's a, question, that's a question for me, okay? Can I serve one person? Can I serve one person like I would serve a million people? And if I can't, what is the real reason why I'm doing it? Because there's something else there. Yes, I want to be affirmed. Yes, I want this to feel like it's a good idea. But is there also a level of, I want this to look successful to myself and other people to appease my ego and to get the applause of other people? Can it be that too? And again, there's no shame. There's no shame. I'm not judging you because <laughs> I'd be judging myself. <laughs> there have been times that I've done things I'm like, dang, only one person came. <sighs> okay. Be, are we happy that, because nobody had to come. <laughs> like, nobody had to show up. You resonated with one person. And I get it like, you know, business, business, business. I feel like um, business, business from um, Lego movie, um, Uni Unikitty. Business, business, business. This is numbers, numbers, numbers. Is this working? But for real, like, sometimes it's good that only one person came. Sometimes that's the best thing. Sometimes my favorite things, like when I have like a workshop or something, when it is more intimate, you're able to talk more because people are more, feel more safe. They feel safer to, to talk and to speak. If there's a room full of 50 people, they're less likely to speak. But if it's like two people or one person, that's a connection you can build. And that's priceless. That's a connection you wouldn't have if it was 50 people. Like we see, and I, and I get it, like we see like, oh yeah, only one person came. And so that means next time 20 people will come. Well, would you still keep doing it if only one person came each time? And at some point we gotta talk about sustainability because yes, like if you keep putting on like concerts and renting out all the stuff and paying thousands of dollars and one person came, we might have to work out something else, right? But like when it comes to serving someone, giving someone something that you feel fire about sharing, it, would that be okay to share it with one person? If one person was in this live, would I still be talking? Yes. 
yes. I probably just zip through my notes, you know what I'm saying? And like, okay, we're done, right? But what I need to say would still get said. What's still get said? On YouTube, when you post a video for all my YouTubers out there, it'll tell you, oh, this video ranked 10 out of 10. And 10 out of 10 is, is bad, by the way, in their mind. Oh, this video ranked one out of 10, meaning it's getting a lot of traction. People are seeing it, right? And so you look at those numbers and you'll be like self-defeated. I turned it off. I don't, I don't really need to see it. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to care, I'll say. I, I care. I don't want to care. I don't want to care because I don't want to be caught up in numbers. I don't want to be chasing numbers. I want to chase what is real. I want to be, I want to be honest and authentic and be in the moment, not trying to beat the algorithm, beat a machine. I'm human and I'm trying to appease a machine. And, and, and I say this also understanding that, yes, yeah, sometimes you do have to play the game, put a thumbnail up, put a title up, but beyond all that, make it your own. Like they give you the standards, but you can make it your own. I don't want numbers to be the reason why you don't do the thing. I feel very passionately about people getting their things out and doing it. I'm so proud of people when they're doing their things, whatever those things are, when they're passionate about it. And that's the thing, like people talk about, oh, everybody can't, um, everybody can't do their passions because then we would have no grocery store clerks or we would have no bus drivers, et cetera. There are people who are, pa I know it's really hard to believe, but there are people who are passionate about feeding people good food. They exist. They're usually underfunded and beat out by Whole Foods and Walmart and all those places, but they exist. There are people who are passionate about getting people places safely. It makes me happy when I see people in a place that they are happy doing the thing they're doing. This isn't about clout or fame or any of that. It's about being aligned, about being the person that you were meant to be. There are people who are passionate about hospitality. Like that is their passion. They love to serve people. They love to, you know what I'm saying? Serve people well and not overserve and like be subservient. I mean, like they like to serve from like their overflow. They love serving people. Like it fulfills them. Those people, those people exist. Those people exist. I promise. I'm glad I'm talking to y'all. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's see. Uh, by the way, this is Maya. Hi, Maya. Zanae, hey, on my new YouTube channel that I created despite my fears. I love that. And I will be subscribing after I finish this. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for starting your YouTube channel. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Listen, smell it. I get it. <laughs> I used to be passionate about customer service, but these customers, listen, customers are not always right. And some people, listen, even that phrase, customer is always right, is wrong. It's like, oh, you have to with, with, um, withstand harm for the, for the check. No, I prioritize my humanity over some money. I would rather not serve you than to serve you and have to like bite my tongue while you being nasty and mean to me. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you have to do it or, you know, stand for it. Abuse. <laughs> no, they shouldn't be there. You get to decide who you want to serve. Yay, you're welcome. You're welcome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. So yes. So carry out and try what you already have. You already have enough ideas. You already have enough experience, know-how, knowledge. And if you don't, you have connections, resources, you have the internet. But don't overconsume on the internet and then try to figure out like, oh, you know, you can look at models and see them as models, but you can build what you want to build. You can use them as a reference, but you can build what you want to build in the way that you want to build it. And if you figure out, I actually don't want to build that way, that's also okay. 
That's also okay. It doesn't have to be super fancy or perfect because perfection doesn't exist. <laughs> perfection doesn't exist. And usually our idea of what is perfect was created by somebody else, white men specifically. I am the idea of perfection, which means that me born as a black woman, I'm not perfect in their eyes, or I have to do some overcompensating or overworking or overstretching to be seen as perfect. Who's determining what's perfect? Who's determining what's perfect? Because even in nature, and I, and I recorded a video on my phone and I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it probably tomorrow, but it's like this idea of perfection. Humans don't know what's perfect. We, we see things that are unsightly or inconvenient. We don't think that's perfect. Perfect means convenient to people. Perfect means convenient. And sometimes our conveniences come at the disadvantages of other people. Nature, for example, when we are trying to be, make nature convenient. Oh, let's only grow corn here. You're destroying habitats, resources for animals, uh, fungus, ants, bugs, all the things that keep things alive. You're using pesticides on things. You're using pesticides on bees and we need bees for the world to go around. We need, we need pollinators. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Nina. We need pollinators, right? But we're using, we're using convenience as a definition of perfect. And so I'm not convenient and I'm not here for your convenience. If my existence is inconvenient to you, I need not to listen to your rules. That's silly. Why would I listen to you? Why would I use your marker as the marker? What if I'm perfect exactly how I am? That, that, that example I used earlier of the woman who wanted to do the travel um, business, excuse me, the travel business and how she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to these fancy places. Well, that's perfect for somebody. It's perfect for somebody. Somebody's looking for a local vacation that they can afford and access. It's perfect. But our definitions are always skewed and, and defined by other people. What feels perfect to you? And not this, and that takes time and work because we got to uncover like, okay, where did I get my definition of perfect from? Who did, I, who did I hear that from? When did I feel imperfect? Who lied to me and said that I wasn't perfect? What did that mean, right? There's layers to this, but like also, what do I feel is perfect? What is perfect to me? Standing in the middle of the trees, listening to the wind blow through the leaves. On a cool day, it feels like fall. The leaves are orange and yellow and red. It's crisp. I'm wearing a, a hoodie. Like that's perfect to me. But to somebody else, they hate fall. <laughs> you know, they're like, fall means the coming of winter. But for me, that's perfect. It's a personal thing. What is perfect to you? What is perfect to you? And I don't even want to use the language perfect. What, what, what feels good to you? What is your joy? What feels good to you? What feels good to you? That list of things you want to do, do them. I made a tweet and a thread, shout out to threads. But I was like, that, that list of ideas you have, that notebook, do them. This is your sign to do them, to do them. And I had people commenting and saying like, oh yeah, like, thank you, I needed this or whatever. And it's like, yes, like we all need permission. But that list that you have, was the permission. The joy you had when you thought about it, the idea that you conceived, that was the permission slip. You don't need permission. I'm getting ahead of myself because that's also another lie for another day. But yes, you don't need permission. You just need bravery, community, support, execution, acceptance of yourself, friendship with yourself, the ability to do it imperfectly, being okay with it not making sense, being okay with not being good at something, just unplug and do it. We need time, energy. How are you spending your energy? Are you over-consuming or are you doing? And, and obviously, do 
to your capacity. Don't don't overwork and, you know, drain yourself of your energy. Because when you want it, when you do the thing, best believe after I get off this, I'm about to eat, get something to eat and maybe watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I also did what I felt fire to do in the moment. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. And not saying it's a, it's a, not saying it's a reward, but I also know like I did what I needed to do. And so I'm going to watch a movie now. You know what I'm saying? Giving myself what I need. How many brainstorming sessions do you need? This is, this is a note to myself. <laughs> Alicia, how many brainstorm sessions do you need? There's not even a do. How many brush and, how many brainstorm sessions do you need? before you do the thing. Because some ideas only clarify with doing. They only get clearer the more you do it, the more you get moving. The experimenting and saying, oh, I actually don't like this. Let me shave this off and, and put this to the side, right? Oh, I like that. Let me try that again, but this way, a different way. It's all experimentation, it's all science. Seriously, it's all the scientific method. Like for the, for the program that I'm gonna be releasing soon, that is the, that is the method I use. What, what calls to you? What is your hypothesis about this thing? <laughs> like, okay, let's set up a trial with low stakes, low pressure. Let's do it together in community. So you don't have to be alone, right? Like let's fumble our way through this thing. We don't have all the answers, but we're here to share space with each other and figure it out along the way because every person is different and every voice matters. Every story matters. Every perspective matters. I can't be the perspective for everybody because I'm only Alicia. Right, I'm only Alicia. And I'm not saying only to diminish myself, but like my perspective is my perspective. And I could be completely wrong when it comes to your situation. And I make room for that. I'm not perfect, you know? So the list of things you wanna do, do them. And do them with joy. Do the things that make you happy. Do it in a way that feels good, that's easy. And easy is not a bad word. This is easy. Me talking to you all like this on live right now is easy. What's harder is for me to pre-record pre the video, edit it, chop it up, you know, put the things in it, make it all fancy, make sure I look good, make sure I sound good. I'm recording in my sound and the video. It's, 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 a, lot of, it's a lot of work. So to shorten that time from inspiration to execution, I'm gonna just go live and leave no time. There's no time. I write down my little notes, let's go. And let's figure it out as we go along. And because I'm here showing up, you all are aiding me having, like you all are adding to this conversation. We're having conversation. We're talking about things that need to be talked about that I didn't write down in my notes because I'm showing up imperfectly, incomplete. You know, I don't have my back check in my side. I'm like, this is what I have. And maybe later on I'll have more and I'll share more when that time comes. But this is enough. This in my workout clothes, sweating, burning up. You know what I'm saying? Talking to a mic, talking to y'all right now. This is enough. This is enough. Do it in a way that is easy, in a way that brings you joy. And getting things done on your list brings rest. Like when you when you do the thing, that, that fire that you feel, that you don't squelch or you don't like pour water on or snuff out, when you feel that fire and you take that fire and you put it out of you, you feel restful. You're like, oh, that was good. <laughs> it's like eating a good meal. It's like, Ah, that's good. That was a good meal. That was nourishing. Because even when you are nourishing others, you're nourishing yourself. When you are sharing with others, you are sharing with yourself. We're sharing a meal together right now. Like this is a meal together. Everyone's eating. That's here, right? Like that's gonna see this. It's the same thing. You feel rested, you feel joyful, you feel at peace. That thing is not taking up space in your mind anymore. You're, you're getting the download, you're putting it out. Download, put it out. Not download, 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 download. It's like, 
No, I'm, I'm receiving, I'm putting out, receiving, putting out. It keeps you light and easy and fun and it helps you to build connections. Again, how many brainstorm sessions you need? <laughs> how many ideas do you need? And again, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, there is a um, landing page I have. It's like, you can sign up um, for my email list. I'm gonna share it here because I want to, for the people who want to, you can also just like follow along. You get um, emails every once in a while from me, but also like, I wanna put together, so I have done Get Unstuck and Get Started where we journey together to take your thing from idea to doing. <laughs> and then I had something called The Garden and I'm still doing that, but I'm doing that on Patreon now. So that's a whole other thing. There'll be announcements coming, but either way, if you want to get uh, the information or keep be kept abreast with what I'm doing and what's going on, I'm gonna share this with you. Um, Cause I'll be sharing, share page link. And even if you don't sign up, that's also okay. Cause I'll be sharing it here too. Um, did I copy it? Copy. Paste. Yay. So that when I do do it, you'll be the first to know. Um, but if you have an idea and you want to take it from idea to doing, I'll let you know about that soon. But oh, even if you don't do this, y'all, that's fine too. Ultimately, I just want you to do your thing. <laughs> I want you to have enough confidence, enough bravery, not even confidence. I want you to be brave enough to take that first ugly step to be like, you know what? The ideas that I have in my mind, in my heart, the ideas that I wrote down, they're worthy of seeing the, the light of day. They're worthy of, you know, I'm worthy of fumbling through something, of being imperfect and still being seen and still sharing my light with the world. I don't have to dim myself because I'm less than. You're not less than, you're enough. And you always have been enough. You always have been enough. Again, like I talk about the things that we're talking about here that you're resonating with is stuff that you've already felt. Probably stuff you already felt known. And, and I love when people share their story and their truth, like there's connection there, there's wisdom there, but there's also like affirming, like affirmations. There's affirm, like it, it, when people share their story and they're brave enough to be vulnerable, there is beauty that happens because it's like, I feel seen, I don't feel alone. That's why I love the internet right now. Cause we're so, we're, we're almost too connected. We are, too, it's not almost, we are too connected, yes but we're also connected with things that we resonate with and things that we need to hear, things that validate our experiences and validate our ideas and ourselves, things that encourage and uplift and esteem, right? And so when we share our stories with each other, that's what happens. There's healing and mending. Like you all are holding space for each other in the chat. Y'all are so kind to each other in the chat. Y'all are supportive. Y'all are celebrating people starting off new, doing new things. That's how it's supposed to be. So even if this is just like a little corner of the internet that you like to come and get what you need, it is my pleasure, it is my joy, it is my heart. It is like literally like a gift to be able to share space with y'all and to do this with you all. You know what I'm saying? So yes, um, you're enough. That's the message, you're enough. Your ideas are enough. Your wisdom is enough, your experience is enough. You are enough. You know, and I'm saying that to myself, Alicia, you are enough. Stop buying the books, <laughs> you know? Stop buying the things and, and trying to, to validate yourself through other people when you are a sacred soul and you know what it is. You know what's up. You know what's going on. So yes, that's what I wanna say to y'all. Um, I'm excited. I, I have my goal, my goal for this whole thing is to empty my phone. 
all the ideas that I have, all the workshops I want to put on, all the talks I want to have, I'm going to do all of it. All the podcasts I want to start, all the radio shows that I want to start, all the, I'm giving myself permission to play, to be human, to not niche down and to, to be palatable to people. I don't, I'm tired of being palatable because even if I'm comfortable to other people, <laughs> I'm not comfortable with myself when I know that I have things I want to do. I don't need to ask permission. The idea is the permission, the, the joy, the passion, the fire is the permission. You have permission. If you need permission, I feel you, you have permission to do the thing, to do it messily, to do it uh, inexperienced, to do it scared. You have permission. You have, you're allowed you're allowed to fumble through. You're allowed to figure it out as you go. You're enough. You're enough. You're worthy. You're, and, and, and your value and your worth is not changed based on your experiences, based on what people say about you, based on who comes and who doesn't. You're solid. You're good. You're good enough. You are enough. You are enough. And I hope that that resonates with you. <laughs> I hope that that holds you even for this moment. And I get it. It's really cool like to hear it and be like, yes, yes. Come back to this as often as you need to. As often, write it down. I am enough. I'm allowed to be messy. I'm allowed to be, to not make sense to people. I'm allowed to not be understood. I'm allowed to be left, but I don't want to leave me. I'm committed to me and the visions and the ideas that I've been given. I feel responsibility for that thing. I have a picture of myself as a child um, on my phone because we talked about um, childhood. And I'm like, would I tell her no? No, you can't. Because people, people aren't gonna love you anymore. People aren't gonna understand you anymore. You can only do one thing. I would never say that to this face, never. And she's me. And she is me. Why? This is who I am. <laughs> this is who I am. I'm older, I'm bigger, right? I'm different. Not, you know, I'm a little, little different now. <laughs> I'm more mature. But this is who I am. If I would never say no to this face and to tell her that she's not worthy or she should worry about what other people think about her and live her life based on other people's assumptions, if I would never say that to this person, why am I saying it to myself? And it's not to be mean, it's not to judge. It's just being, why would I say that to myself? Where did I lose myself? Where did I lose myself? Where, where did I, where can I find her again? And speaking of meditation, that's one of the meditations we're going to do on Patreon soon. Um, probably starting next week because we are going out of town. Um, but this is the work that I like this. These conversations, this is the work that I am drawn to. Like, this is what feels good to me. And I don't have no credentials. <laughs> I don't I don't have no Ph.D. I don't have no certification. I don't have nothing. I just got me. I got me, my soul and my community and God. That's it. And even with that, it's still enough to show up here and speak. I make room, like it's not required for me to be perfect. Perfection is not required. All knowingness is not required. <laughs> no one knows everything. All knowingness is not required. What's required is me showing up and doing my part and seeing my part as not incomplete or whatever, seeing it as enough. Cause that's all I'm supposed to do is be Alicia. That's all I can do. Literally, that's all I can do. I can try to be other people, but it's not gonna work. That's all I can do. And all you can do is be yourself and who you are is enough. Okay. So I love y'all. I appreciate you all hanging with me this morning and afternoon is now afternoon. Um, I want to see what you all are saying before we leave. But yes, yes. I'm so very blessed. Yes, I am enough. Period. Hard stop. Turn the page.
I am enough. You are born enough. As a baby, you were enough. How did that change? Because you got older. How'd that change? You know what I'm saying? Do all the things. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. Do all the things. And like, we're the one, we're like, we're the permission we're looking for. Like, we got to give ourselves permission, even if other people aren't going to give us permission. Because what I am saying goes against all, you know, all the things people are saying. Don't, don't do everything. Just do some things. And if you do something else, do something else over there. I don't want to do that. There's too much to manage. <laughs> Life is complicated already. I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make it simple. Yo, I am complicated. If you don't want to watch this one, you don't have to. Maybe you'll catch the next one. Or maybe you won't. Maybe we'll unsubscribe. Who knows, right? Like, but I got to be me. I got to be free. All right, let me see what y'all saying. <laughs> yes, get rid of that stuff. Yes. Hey, Marilyn B. It's good to see you. Remove those labels. Yes. Look underneath the labels. Enjoy. Be silly. Have fun. Yes. I celebrated my 74th summer last month. Congratulations, Marilyn. That's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. You're missing out a lot. I'm one of the elders. Retired since 2006. Hey, shout out to you. Shout out to you. That's awesome and beautiful. Thank you for sharing that wisdom with us, Marilyn. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for signing up. I appreciate that. Um, I heard that procrastinators can also be perfectionists. Yep. And they aren't doing anything until they can do it completely right. Yep, I resonated with that. Yes, and same, same. Perfectionism is fear. Perfectionism is fear. Procrastination is also fear. Oh, I don't, it's not the right time. I don't know, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. I don't have, it's fear. It's the fear of not knowing, valid. It's the fear of not knowing how people are gonna respond, valid. It's the fear of not being perfect, not being seen, the fear of rejection. The fear of being seen, right? Like all the things. It's all the things. Incomplete can also be complete. And yes, absolutely. Thank you for correcting me. Absolutely. Being incomplete, like this, this, when I said like be okay with showing up incomplete, like be okay with feeling that feeling, but knowing that who you are is enough. And it is complete. Like simply Reen is saying, yes, you're complete in that moment. Who you are in that moment is enough. It is complete. Thank you for sharing that and correcting. Thank you. Seek guidance, not permission. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I constantly tell myself for every demand, there is a joyful supply. I love that. That's Y'all are here with the affirmations. I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna come back to this comment section and write down these affirmations because these are good. Y'all are speaking good. Um, for every demand, there is a joyful supply. Joyful workers in every industry is possible. It is, it is, especially when you're not exploiting them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Love Heels. I love that name. I move to tears with gratitude that you exist and who and you are you. Wow. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Wow. Wish, wishing you powerful freedom, transformative joy, and superlative love. Love heals. Thank you for that. That is healing to me. Thank you. Wow. That you exist. And isn't that aff affirming for all of us? Like, the world is grateful for all of y'all existing. Existence is all that's required. Being is all that's required. Flowing in the moment, being in the moment, sharing what you have is, what's all, is all that's required. Thank you, Love Heals. Thank you. Mara or Mara. I keep saying Mara. Please forgive me. Ah, girl, I'm so over customer service. Oh, listen. I used to work in customer service. It is, it is rough. It is rough. God bless. God bless. Because yes, customer service is rough. It's rough. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's good. Yes. Yes. Yes, I gotta be me, I gotta be free. Shout out to, um, uh, whispering in his ear. Who's that? 
My magic potion for love. Oh my gosh. Denise, Denise Williams, free. <laughs> Shout out to Denise Williams. I got to be free. I got to be me. I got to be free. Yes. Born free and born enough. Period. Period. Yes, all the things. All the things. Um, hi, Echo Lyris again. That's so funny. I found a pic the other day of myself when I was even younger than your pic, and I got sad. I got sad thinking what went wrong. Oh no. But yes, I feel I understand. I see you when I honor you. I understand that. I understand that feeling. Like, where did I, where did I lose her? Right? And half that stuff, like, none of it is our fault. It's not. It's, it's so sad because it's so common. That childhood, that maybe five years before, like, we're just thrown to the wolves. Fending for ourselves. Like, these weak little vulnerable people. Oh, I'm gonna cry. These weak little vulnerable people being told that they're not enough or now they have to compete. Ugh, the system is wicked. It's not you. Yeah, it's not you. I hope that you have grace with yourself even when you ask that question because it's not you. It's not. Um, I need to break out of my procrastination. I'm aware of it and I don't like. It's literally a wall blocking me. Yeah, yeah, just take, listen. I think sometimes with procrastination, I don't know what the root of your procrastination is, but for me sometimes it's like, again, like, oh, it's not perfect. I'm not good enough yet. It's not the right time yet. And for that, I just execute. I just move. Just like this live that I was going to do. I was like, oh, I need to take a shower first. I just went for a walk. I got to change my clothes and da, da da No, just do it. Just show up. And try, like, again, lessen that time between inspiration and execution. You know? That, so th that sometimes helps me. But, um, yes, I hope that's helpful. I hope that's helpful. Woo. Yes. As long as you acknowledge that and commit to working on it, you, we are on the right track. Simply Reen, perfect. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, Journey to Kingdom Woman says, you are God's greatest creation. Rejoice in the fact that he made you perfectly and with intention, period. I have the fingerprint of God on me. Can't nobody say nothing to me for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we are all reflections of God. We are all pieces of God. We are all handiwork. We are all works of art. We are all magnificent and beautiful and poetic and like healing like that's that's what we're made of that's what we're made of we need to walk in that truth and it's hard to remember it's easier said than done i get it it's easier said than done but please hold on to the to this fact it is a fact fact hey hi it's um cecil cecil hello hello welcome welcome we're just about to wrap up but i do want to thank again um a-Line, thank you so much for becoming a member. I appreciate that. And thank you again. Let God handle it. That was very generous of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you, I Am Not Jessica, for being a member for four months. Shout out to you. Woo -woo. Thank you so much. Um, Smellwell, thank you so much for joining the membership. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting this channel and for seeing me as worthy enough to share. And thank you, I Am Not Jessica, for sharing as well. Like, look. I, I know money is money, but money is also your time and your energy and your effort. And so to share that energy and effort with me means a lot to me because you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. And I appreciate that. Um, thank you for seeing me as worthy to share that with me. I appreciate that. And for everyone who wants to but can't, I also appreciate y'all. Thank you for showing up here, for loving each other, for being kind to each other, um, for holding space for one another, for being a safe space for me and for other people who come here, for being honest uh, and for just being you <laughs> for offering to this conversation for real 
because uh, I just be sitting here talking to myself <laughs> and I'd be okay, but I, it's more fun with y'all here. So thank you. Thank you. Um, JDB draws, what happened in the school systems in school is cruel. Yes, it is. Um, so cruel. There were some of my trauma. That's where some of my trauma, sorry, my glasses, and I'm also like crying, but that's where some of my trauma comes from. Grown adult teachers. Yep. And students bullying what they don't understand precisely, precisely. And the kids have to learn bullying from somewhere, you know? So yes, absolutely. Hi, welcome. Welcome. Berea, Berea. That's a beautiful name, by the way, but please correct me if I'm saying that wrong, but hello. Hello. Shellwell says, hey, y'all just got here. Hi, all. I'm sorry, Shellwell. It is almost over, but I'm happy that you're here. But the replay will be available. I'll leave it up for y'all. So yes, this was confirmation that makes me happy. That is everything. Thank you, gorgeous one. And thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being here. And you're always so kind. Bless you. Thank you. And, and I hope that you're taking this and moving with it. Let's move y'all. And in the, in the pace that is comfortable for you. We're not rushing. We're not forcing, right? No rushing, no forcing, not trying to realign and become someone else. We are doing this with gentleness and kindness and joy. Gentleness, kindness, and joy. So yes, yes. That's right. He's the one, the two, the three, 10 trillion. <laughs> he is the becoming. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for the rose. That's beautiful. Excited to finally catch you live. Thank you for holding the space, infusing us with some abundant. And you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, I just found your account so grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thanks for the hearts and the flowers. I love flowers and I love hearts. Um, it's a good day to have a good day. Yes, I love that. I'm gonna take that with me for the rest of the day. Hi, Queen Mandy three. Just love you. Just got here too. Oh, no worries. It's okay. The, the replay will be up and I'm glad that you're here. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, a villainous crone. It's good to see you. Um, your work is healing, Alicia. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. I'm grateful. I'm filled with gratitude, I am. Um, how do I deal with low self-esteem? Ooh, I'll be moving with my boyfriend soon. I just want to heal myself before I do. I've been overthinking so much. Mm, I might have to come back with this question. Um, that's a loaded question. There's a lot of layers to this. But I will offer this. I, I'm going to just be honest. I think we are on a journey to being healed all the time. I don't know if we're ever like... Welcome, I'm healed from everything, right? Like we're always, sadly, because we live in a broken and fallen world, we're always gonna be healing from something. And I think that a lot of language is used to be like, oh, you know, you need to heal yourself first before X, Y, and Z. I think that you can do both. I think that you can heal and be at the same time, heal and still move forward at the same time, heal, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not this destination we're trying to get to um, because if we're looking at it as that, it's we're always going to be looking down. Oh, I still got to heal this thing. There's always something to heal, but you're enough. You got to see yourself as enough. Now, even as you're in process, you're still worthy. You're still worthy of love. You're still worthy of support of beauty. Even as you're healing, you're healing. You, your healing has like nothing to do with what you're worthy of or nothing to do with your worth or your value. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that you see yourself as worthy and enough today even as you are in process, because I'm still healing too. I am not healed from everything. I've been making videos lately about how angry I am. I'm angry. I'm at that angry stage of mourning, you know, but hopefully like it will become lesser. And that's a thing, like for some things that we experience, we still have the scars from those things. It doesn't mean that we're less worthy or we're unhealed. It's just like some, some people, some people have literally physically, some people will have been in car accidents and will always like and will never walk the same again. Does that mean that they're doing something wrong? No, they've been injured, they've been harmed. And so we gotta have grace for ourselves like we have grace for those people. Our wounds, we might not be able to see them, but it's the same way. When you're wounded, you need to care for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You need to be kind to yourself. You know what I mean? Like have grace for yourself. Be patient with yourself. 
sometimes you will have bad days. Sometimes you will go back, you know what I'm saying? And in that moment, you might be re-triggered and re-traumatized. It's all good. It's all a part of healing, you know? So have grace with yourself. And I hope that you like, again, see yourself as worthy now. Like, don't wait, like you're worthy now. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that is helpful, I'll say. I hope that's helpful to you, but yes, yes. But yeah, you can do both. <laughs> you can be in a relationship and be loved and heal at the same time. It's not a Healing is not a requirement for the other. Like, yes, we should be doing the work to be healed, but like, that's not a requirement for love and kindness and goodness. Like, you're a good thing already. You're good now. You're good now. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. But yeah, uh, you're so welcome. Oh, yay, yay, yay. Facts, facts. I appreciate that. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Healing is a journey, not a destiny. destination. Yes, or destiny. Yes, absolutely. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Healing is not linear, precisely. It's giving up and down and back and around and down and up. Like, But just be there for the journey, not judging yourself for where you are. And I'll be honest, sometimes I do get frustrated. Like, I'm so mad that I'm angry about this. But I am angry. And, there's, and that's beautiful. And there's room for that, you know? So yes, yes. Oh, you're welcome, Marissa. Thank you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Was I, I feel like I was supposed to share a video. I forgot. Oh, no. Oh, Marissa's video about... I was going to look up. Price and Lavendula's book. So before we get out of here, I want to share this with y'all. Um, but yes, Marissa has a video about collaboration over competition. Copy and paste. Oops. Share. <laughs> Copy. Paste. And Lavendula has a book. about a lot of what we talked about today, actually. Oof. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot in here. Let's see. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Let me actually get the book too, hold on. Okay, it's called The Box by Lavendula. If it'll, yes, a collection of poetry and prose. And it's actually really, it's, it's really good. And it's actually really like <laughs> on time for what we're talking about. If I can find it. Uh -uh. Well, okay, I can't find it right now. But I will share the link below after this video because I don't want to hold y'all for too long. I do want to give a shout out. But yes, I'll come back. I'll share the link below uh, later. But yes, this is the book. It's called The Box, a collection of poetry and prose written by Lavendula. So yes, inspired by a simple metaphor used to describe feelings about certain aspects of life. The Box is a collection of writing summarizing the experience of feeling trapped. The box itself is representative of many scenarios from trapped within a system. I'm trapped within thought or trapped within a loop of experiences. Mm -hmm. Lavendula is a new author sharing poems, short stories, and personal essays about her post-college career struggles and finding her place in the world. She has loved writing since a child and is now taking a break from her career in finance to pursue this passion. Shout out to Lavendula. We love you. We see you. Please support her if you can. You can get this on Amazon. I can't find the link right now, which is really frustrating, but y'all... 
This is really good. You talking about resonating? This resonates. It's delicious. Okay? So, all right. But I hope that you all have a wonderful day. A wonderful, what's today? Wednesday. Stay cool. And I will talk to you all in the next video. Bless you. Love yourselves. Love each other. And I'll see y'all next time. Okay? Bye.